with Emily Rose. I'm Emily Rose and today I am honestly guys a little nervous. I'm a little uh excited for our guest. You may know her as Nori's Black Book. Her name is Natalie Franklin. She is a, an author, a writer, a podcast host and kind of a reality television star, okay? I know Loki low-key um and i am just so excited to have her today again nori's black book one of the most infamous funniest instagram or social media accounts that there is welcome natalie how are you wow that was intro i'm good thank you for that <laughs> intro. that was very like inside the actor studio thank you hype shit i can cuss on this oh i can you have the f word in your yeah i have yeah, the f okay. word okay okay <laughs> yeah um, but thank you. I'm nervous too. I always get a little nervous because you know I want to come across as somewhat intelligent, so I'm a, I'm a little nervous. Well, you shouldn't be nervous because I am a huge fan, and I know a lot of my friends and people on my social media are also huge fans of yours. So I think you could say literally nothing, and I could just talk for the next like hour and a <laughs> half, and people would be happy. So okay, okay, you're good cool. to go. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> So you are the voice behind Nori's Black Book, the Instagram account, uh, parodying or maybe very accurately portraying <laughs> the mind and voice of Northwest. That is the daughter of Kim Kardashian or Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Yes. And you've had a really fascinating journey. I think that people who watch the show know that you were in the last season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which was on E. Mm -hmm. And you, but you've been running the account for a while. And so I kind of want to start even before the beginning. Your reality television journey, where did that start? Oh, man. So I used to love the real world when I was like in middle school. Um obsessed with the real world like yeah. i love that show so and that was like the first reality show before reality shows were like a thing right um and so i just really loved that show i used to want to be on real world i even like still tried to get on it when i was in college like it's just i like you know i like reality shows where they hook up and party like yeah. that if i had to be on a reality show like jersey shore below deck like i would be on that show like or Let's Martha's just, Vineyard, Summer House. Martha's Vineyard, Summer so Fucking sick. House. Like, I would have been oh, a good. fucking mess in that. <laughs> Me too. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think that was good, but even that was a little too tamed. Like, I'm like, nobody's hooking up. This is like a room full of, like, really extremely good-looking people. Yeah. And nobody's hooking up. That's the only thing that show was missing. But, yeah. So, that's how it started. And then I just, you know, once, like, you know, Kardashian stuff came out because there was a writer's strike, much like there is now. Yeah. And there was like a boom of reality TV and I just kind of like got into it. And um, yeah, that's where my like crazed obsession or interest came from. Did you have any? So I know that I I really didn't get into reality television until E particularly. <laughs> so I didn't watch Real World or anything like that growing up. But then I started watching uh, Girls Next Door <laughs> and I don't want to brag, but a couple of weeks ago, Holly Madison uh, hearted one of my reposts of her post, and I truly thought I was on the brim of made it. A celebrity, I made, it. I made like, it. 
not to one up you, but Holly Madison follows me on TikTok. Oh, and I don't know why. I don't know how, but I listen. I fucking died. (laughs) I love Girls Next Door. At least let's geek out on Girls Next Door. Can we? Let's do it. That actually leads into why I watched the Kardashians, because I was watching Girls Next Door and turning TV off or changing the channel. Yes. But I I remember because of Girls Next Door, I became so obsessed with Playboy, like the brand. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would buy, like, I went to Ross one time and bought, like, a Playboy bulletin board. It was in the shape of the bunny. Oh, yeah. So yeah. dope. And then I go to Vegas. There was, like, the Playboy store. And I tried to buy the Kendra bobblehead. They were sold out. I was like, hey, that bobblehead. Oh, my oh. God. I was obsessed. But, yeah. And so such a, it was such a good show. And sometimes... um. I listened to I've listened to Ken or excuse me Holly and Bridget's podcast. Yeah, their pod. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good because you get the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and then g- going into the Kardashian thing, I didn't ever watch the Kardashian. Like someone had to tell me to watch it because mm-hmm. then I was like, I don't really know them. Like right. remember, like Girls of Store and Lottery Alley shows too. Then there was a fame component or like a right simple. You know, life. I watch Simple Life. Yeah, Simple Life. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know who these hoes are. Like, I don't get it. And yeah. so she's like, no, the um, Kim, she has a sex tape with Ray J. I'm like, okay, I know who Ray J is. Right. Like, that was spiteful. Like, oh, I know Ray J. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll watch. So I watched it, and that's when I was like, okay, I'll stay for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but definitely Girls Next Door. God, yes. I am such a huge fan. I did a little, like, mini series about it on my podcast. And at the time, I. I have so much like I I bought the Playboy, the issue of Playboy where they're all standing in the window, but then the back cover is their asses on the cover. So I have that yes. issue. Um, and then, of course, they had and then Holly had her YouTube channel and I love YouTube. So I was like a big follower of that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the series came out on A&E, I think, uh, Secrets of Playboy, which yeah. is just like kind yes, of. Yes, um, I watched it debunking any kind of uh you know it is dark it's dark and i yeah and i watched every episode every episode i bought the books of the like side characters commentary i am like i'm steeped in girls next door lore if yes if you will but i also got started watching the kardashians because of girls next door and I, there was like a period of time where my like routine was like girls next door, then Kardashians. And I was also really big. I also watched simple, uh, simple life, but I also was really big into this show called bridal plasty. I don't know if you watched it. Is it about plastic surgery, plastic yes. surgery before you get married. Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. So it was like the swan, but oh, for brides. Damn it. And, I missed that. Oh, I used to fuck with the swan heavy. Like Me I too. love, I love problematic. TV in general, like to me, oh, yeah. weight loss shows. Oh, Biggest Loser, fucking reboot oh. it, reboot it. Yeah, just keep that. Cast me. Awesome. Yeah, it's like an Ozempic shot or two, and blow these bitches out of the water. Right. Okay. But so, so tell me about sorry. Tell me about the bridal plasty show. Like, please, okay. I need to talk about this. Here's the thing. So Bridal Plassey, it was, I think it, I think it did have two seasons, maybe, maybe just one. I only watched the one. 
But basically, it was the mm. brides that were getting ready to get married. And they had obviously, I mean, very the swan, like, like all these insecurities. And so the challenge was like, lose weight. And then I think it was actually bought the show on Apple TV a couple of years ago. But I, <laughs> I can't remember anything about it. But they had like goals. And when they like completed a goal, I think that they like got rewarded with incentivized by another procedure that they could do. Oh, man, this so, is like you could like terrible. I love get, it. So it was this big thing and whatever. So I, at the time, this was like 2009 or 2010, mm-hmm. I was on Facebook and I pride myself on uh, being an early follower of who I think are going to be breakout stars. So nice. at the time on Facebook, people weren't, you know, looking people up like that, but I was. Exactly. So I followed <laughs> all of them and I friended all of them and they accepted because like, why not? Because who cares? Well, here's the thing. A few years ago, one of the stars of Bridal Plasty went missing <gasps> and was murdered. Oh. They have the cam the camera footage. She was like at a club with a friend and she like kind of left early, like mysteriously, but they have the footage of her leaving the club with this guy and they have her getting in the car and the guy killed her. Wow. So, um, that's crazy. It is crazy. This is again, much like with like Vanderpump rules. I don't know if you watch, mm-hmm. um, you know, it pays off to be an early, you know, stan of a show. <laughs> it does. Listen, I've been not to change gears, but kind of in the same realm. People sleep. I feel low key sleep on the TLC shows. I'm one of the people that sleep on the TLC show because so. I'm like, that where the good shit is TLC sh- shows as much like how i feel about teen mom is that they're good because you don't you don't hear about them you sincerely Mm -hmm. watch the show and find out shit and you're like oh yeah what have they been up to i don't really see too much of them like my big fat fabulous life on tlc i watched i've watched that since season one been early like you said pays to be early and it is one of the best shows on tlc this girl i don't know how much how one woman who's not a Kardashian can have so much drama in their life. Every season, Whitney is bringing it. Like, she, for example, she was engaged to this guy named Chase. He's fairly good, conventionally good looking. Let me say that. I'm not into him, but like, if I friend said she was dating, I get it. Yeah. And especially because, unfortunately, Whitney is like obese, super overweight. It's someone you wouldn't think would be into her. That was part of, I'm sure, TLC's draw. Yeah. He ends up having a baby on her. Mind you, they got engaged in Paris. Like Tristan style? Like Yeah, they got engaged and he had baby. But unlike Tristan, he went, he's with the woman now. They're married and everything. It is the craziest thing. I mean, that show's so crazy. But yeah, to your point, yeah, it pays to be like, oh, I've been watching this. Oh, I'm yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that feeling too. Well, and I, I said that I started with Girls Next Story. That's not true because I definitely watched The Swan. I also, yes. my mom and I watched like Extreme Home Makeover and all of the trading spaces, all of the like <laughs> home renovation shows. As I watched the first episode ever and first season ever live of American Idol. Yes. Those shows I watch. I think I kind of like, it's easy to forget that those are also reality television. Yeah. Because they're not scripted. <laughs> I mean, technically they're not scripted, right? So it all falls under that. Um you said something that a show you watched. Oh, the Home and Garden Channel, right? Is that where all that stuff? Comes HGTV. Off? HGTV. Damn. They've got good. They've got that show where people win the lottery. Yeah, and they can help some fight. 
I, I, I'm just recently, and maybe because I'm getting older, I've just recently got into HGTV. And I'm just like, oh, I'd like to have a home one day. Like, this is actually pretty cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I hate, like, I think that it fosters, you know, like, stuff that your parents like when you're a, a preteen, you hate. Yeah. Yeah. So I would watch it and I would like love it for real, but I would hate it and resent yeah. it. But so I hated home improvement shit all my life. But then yeah. recently I've been like, you know, it would be good to have in here. Mr. Tuck. Exactly. exactly. Like my parents, used to watch a sh- <laughs> my parents used to watch a show called Flipping Vegas. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this show's stupid. Now I'm like, Flipping Vegas. Let's do it. What cabinets did she choose? <laughs> did she go over budget again? Again, bitch. Oh my God! Well, so so you have a a deep history with reality television. So what got you to the point? What where were you with the Kardashians? You know, I like to think of myself when I tell people that I am now a reformed Kardashian stan. Yes, where um, it's like like you go, it almost like I went through a program, Period. and now yeah. I recognize the errors of my ways yes. Uh, yes. for my fandom. Yes. Uh, yes. But I love that. Yes. You know, mean that I have let go of the fandom, but I have I have a new perspective on life when it comes 100%. to 100%. So, what was your inspiration and were you like a huge fan of the show? Were you just kind of into the idea of Northwest? Like what got you to Nori's Blackwood point? I love this question because I don't get it a lot. I guess I should bring it up myself, but I just don't get it a lot <laughs> because people always do assume like oh like even in articles i've read and like super fan natalie frank i'm like well she has a dad and why wouldn't you just assume that i was a fan of kanye and not the kardashians yeah. so on that note so basically here's how this story goes so i was working at gap headquarters because i used to live in san francisco and i hated that job because yeah. my manager was a bitch and if you're listening Ooh. you're a fucking cunt and like she, i'm talking straight up bitch and i was just so unhappy that i was like i've got to do something to distract me from this job or distract me like i'm just i need an outlet yeah so i used to read surrey's burn book a lot which is when tumblr Tumblr page yes this is when tumblr was hot so that was like my thing i used to read and i used to think oh this is so good i wish i would have thought of this because this is like my style of humor and yada 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 yeah. So one day I was talking with my friend and I was, this is before North, they were even showing North's face. Right. They were kind of photographer and like, uh, I don't know, kids, what do you call that thing? You put babies in and they put a car seat. <laughs> and <laughs> like, what is oh, that? Yeah. Uh, the, the kids, the babies are us collection mm-hmm. uh, they used to have. And they would just photograph her from the neck down and, ta- you know, do all that stuff on Instagram. Yeah. And I was telling my friend, like, imagine being north and you're like where is prada where is yaga where <laughs> like why right why am i in this cheap ass babies are us so then like a light bulb went off I'm like oh this is my chance yeah. to do like a third burn book but i'll do it from north but mind you i still didn't quite know what i was going to do with it i thought i'd make her like a little perez hilton like is she going to talk about other celebrities mm-hmm. like i just didn't know and t- and then i would do stuff about the family every now and then when i first started and somebody in the comments was like, this is really good, but you should just talk about the family. There's enough people in there where you can just talk about the family. I'm like, duh, Natalie, like, that's a brilliant idea. So anyway, that's how that got started. 
So to answer your question, was I a fan of the show? No, I watched the show, but I didn't have like this fandom going on. I was a fan of Kanye. Yeah. And it was my way of being like, oh, because I'm, I'm never, when I say fan, fan, <laughs> I've yeah. been to like five or six Kanye West concerts. Nice. Like I have all the albums. I know all the songs. I'm talking yeah. fan. Yeah. Screensaver on my computer at one point. Like tuning in everything so that is what the fandom came from and she was yeah. supposed to be more like kanye she was supposed to be like this really like pro-black really just hard-hitting in-your-face girl like kanye now what happened was kanye fucking changed yeah he did a little bit of a shift uh kanye flipped the goddamn script on me so <laughs> i had to change north so i was like fuck uh i guess she's gonna be more kardashian because mm-hmm. it just she's still got a got a lot of kanye don't get me wrong but i had to kind of shift and make her more like chris and kim so really well, so north is really me kanye chris and kim that is her character six but i think that that's interesting and and we'll get to your time on the show in a second but isn't is that not who she ended up being like this is how she was literally raised was because kim and kanye are both uh addicted to fame and uh and they need attention and they need validation and they need like for the public to respect them and i would think that if you had two parents like that you would come out kind of expecting respect and and feeling like you are entitled to this like life and i mean kim and kanye are similar in a lot of ways and i think that that is really the core of what nori's black book the account is and so how long did you do how long had you had the account before the finale season on the e-show oh my god eight years that's wild eight wait yeah, because um, it's 2020 North was eight, I believe. So eight years. I always just go off however old North is. Yeah. What is how I can do it. So, yeah, about eight, seven, eight-ish years. Okay. Just thinking she- in my head. I think she was getting ready to turn. She might have been seven when I was on and she was getting ready to turn eight like that year. So we'll say, we'll say eight. Let's just say eight. About eight years. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So that's, but that's still a long time. That's a long time. For you to have been running this account. And then now your podcast, Say Bible Podcast. Yeah. You, did you start that? You started that before you and Kathleen, your co host, started before you came out. Yes. As it were, <laughs> as Nori. Yeah. So just like anything I do, I just did it because I was bored. I had just moved back home to Sacramento. <laughs> And if you know anything about Sacramento, there's not a lot to do here. No shade to my hometown, but like, it's just not, if, compared to San Francisco, let me say it that way. It's just, okay. When you move from like a huge city back to like a smaller town, you're kind of like, everything. Is Sacramento in, a small town? Well, and that's why I don't want to say small. It has a small town feel. It's okay. not small, but it has a feel like it's very community based. But everything you do will dull in comparison to what you've been doing. So, like, yeah. when I go out, I'd be like, this sucks. Like, everyone yeah. looks the same. Why are you all dressed alike? Like, yeah. why doesn't everything close so early? Where can yeah. we just get, like, a slice of pizza? Like, it's very strange. So, I was not feeling like, I was just like, oh, I need something. Again, I need another outlet. And I thought, because I was doing Nori's Black Book, I have to spend so much time in the Kardashian world already yeah, I might as well just start a podcast about something I'm already 
having to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's how, literally how it started. Like I just, and I didn't even, I don't even, and I, till this day, I'm like this, I don't care if anyone listens to it. I just do it for fun. And um, yeah, so that's how that started too. Well, that's kind of how you have to do a podcast. Um, yeah. I've learned uh, you can't, you can't have expectations of people to love it. You just yeah. have to do it because that's what you like to do. Exactly. And, exactly. and like you said, it's an outlet. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense. I wanted to know, you know, navigating the space of having this podcast, talking about the Kardashians, Say Bible. And if you all haven't listened to Say Bible, it is, I'm about to be really messy. So Natalie, this is not Natalie's words. These are mine. Okay. Uh, there are some, there's not a lot of Kardashian podcasts. Uh, I think that there was a deep hatred for the Kardashian culture at one point that uh, it still feels, while even though they are so well known, it still feels kind of niche to be in the space of talking about the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Comments by Celebs uh, has a podcast recapping the show, and they are really uh, gracious to these people. Uh, and the Say Bible, I would say, is not. And I think that that is really refreshing because real, in my opinion, real standum and like real wanting to love a celebrity or a pop culture figure is also being able to critique them. Yes. And you and Kathleen are great about keeping that balance and not, you never lean in, in my opinion, you never lean in too far to like hatred or to fandom. You guys really come at it from a really centered perspective. And I'm just wondering like, what is that like hosting a podcast in an environment that still like truly despises these people and this family and you have to kind of would you say you have to walk a fine line like how do you do that and and you're running this account you know i have to walk i walk a fine line on purpose just because my personality like well first of all going back to when we talked about well, us the history of watching reality tv i understand reality tv where i don't get that emotionally attached either way like i'm yeah. not gonna be up your ass but i'm also not gonna like drag you over the coals for something you're doing because i understand a sh i understand how a reality show works every season there's a different villain or every sometimes someone will have a great season they'll come back the next season and you completely fucking hate them like i know the ebbs and flows i walk i oh hello, it's funny because i'm the best i feel like i balance kathleen kathleen can i'm oh, sorry they cut you off Oh, wait, sorry. No, you froze. You're good. I'm, You're good. Like, I'm sorry. You froze. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. I feel like we do. I like, thank you for telling me us we have a balance. I do worry about that because I don't want to get into like a bashing thing. And I think Kathleen is more the extreme version. And I kind of bring in like the like calm and like, well, I can see both sides. And Kathleen's like, her. But yeah. I think people that maybe aren't a fan of the shit aren't necessarily the fans of the Kardashians, but more so fascinated and that's mm -hmm. why we're you know podcast for the kardashian connoisseur you you know if you have a, just a genuine fascination i think for me i also try to keep in mind that they are real people so that's another reason i want to go as hard but at the same time this is why we have reality tv so we can watch and critique and i don't really understand people that don't critique the kardashian like 
I don't understand people that are like you are speaking to the, in the fan, in the stand culture yeah. of the Kardashians because it's a reality show. Because we don't really see that type of behavior when you watch, say, Housewives of New Jersey. Right. Like nobody is standing Teresa. They might be. Well, uh, I think they're team Teresa. And when it comes to like conflict and things like that. But I just don't see it on the level with like someone crying when they see Teresa at the mall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm seeing you. Oh, my God. She's my inspiration. Like, they don't do that. And the Kardashians get that, which is strange to me. But, um, yeah, I, I thank you for, like I said, thank you for saying that. Because I think we do provide a fresh take on the family versus there are the other podcasts and other TikTokers. Which, by the way, you're right. That guy. I didn't want to say it. What? God, I can't. I, I truly, I don't know his name. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but we both know who I'm talking about. We know who we're talking about. And it is scary almost to a point. The white the, gay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The delusion, uh, the fandom, it's scary. It's very swim girl. Uh, it is terrifying, especially that yes. one TikTok he did where he's like, I don't. Oh, something about Jordan. He's like, I have her blocked. Like, bitch, when what? I, like, please, please relax. Like, this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like, even with Jordan, I was mad at her for about 20 seconds only because I enjoyed Jordan and that family. Yeah. And I knew it was over. I was like, it's fucking over. Like, now we can't even have Jordan. We can't have nice things over here anymore. Totally. And, uh, just really quickly, do you think that Jordan only made out with him, or do you think she like hooked up with him? I think they were banging. I think yeah, they, they were, were banging. Yeah, I think they were they were totally fucking, and it just got caught up. I mean, there's so many theories about it. Like I, I have just recently, and I hate to give Tristan even this much. I recently had this epiphany of like, what if Tristan has always told Chloe, "I am going to be in these streets." Yeah. That's what no I think. matter what. Yeah. And it's really us that's being fooled that he's like Mr. Monogamy. And yeah. they kind of just kind of maybe either needed a storyline for Jordan. So they kind of threw her under the bus or they like wanted to throw Tristan under the bus to get him to stop being out in the streets. But now I've settled on. Wait a minute. What if Tristan was telling like the truth the whole time? And he's like, I told you. I am for these hoes. Like, I will yeah. I'll give you a kid. I'll show, I'll kick it with you, but I have to have other women. And what if Jordan and him were hooking up and they all knew about it or a good, mm-hmm. number, like, at least Kylie and Chloe knew about it. But so anyway, that's just my, how my brain's been working lately. But well, I think that maybe they knew that something had happened with them before or that they had a flirty yeah. relationship or something like that. Yeah. And that, like, a line was crossed. And I also think that perhaps substances were involved beyond alcohol. Of course. course. And that's why, I don't know, I always have to, you know, Chloe's like, yeah, yeah, is really iconic. But I'm also like, surely you didn't, you, like, you you remember Lamar? Like, you're not, like, you know, the kind of men that you, I don't know. Yeah, I know. What you but mean. that's. Okay. I also and just want to uh, say really quickly, you yeah. were talking about people that are so affected by meeting the Kardashians and you did yeah. meet Kim yeah. and Chloe. And we're going to get there. I want to say uh, three weekends ago, 
uh, Tom Schwartz of Vanderpump Rules. I live in Atlanta. Uh, was hosting an event at a brand new bar in Atlanta, and I went to yeah. meet him, and I did. Uh, but the more interesting thing was the following night, Miss Jonathan was the host at this Atlanta bar. And somehow, because I was trying to groupie my way into Tom Schwartz's friends, mm-hmm. me and the people that I went with were up in like like near the DJ booth. And we stayed up there for so long that they closed it off and they were like, okay, nobody else can come up here. And who should walk in but Miss Jonathan herself? And he stood next to me or or it was me, my friend, and then him. Mm -hmm. And he talked shit about the entire venue. Oh, God. And um, because I think he was like scoping it out, right, to see Mm -hmm. what he was going to walk into. And he was there for maybe 10 minutes. And when he left, I broke into tears. Girlfriend was not happy with the the decor. He was. It was not up to her standard. Up to her standard. Very. But I was so affected because I'm so affected by these people and the Kardashians. I I wrote two of my thesis papers in two different classes. My final year of college were on the Kardashians. One was like basic, like general, like impact of the kardashians on pop culture the other one was a project that i did oddly enough uh saying that it was a media class and i uh, did a project on how the media was (laughs) coming up with a narrative that now caitlin jenner uh was was trans when really caitlin was just you know getting plastic surgery and Basically, like, they they weren't trans. They were just getting plastic surgery because that's what they do. And there was no way that they could be trans. And the media was spinning this out of control because they hate trans people and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Got an A plus on the fucking project. <laughs> and two weeks later, what do you know? <laughs> Aged terribly. What they find that was. Two things I want to say about your John, Miss Jonathan. I'm, I'm not, I'm skeptical of him and Kim are cool still because we have not seen so. him around. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Which thank God, get rid of him, Kim. Uh, everyone hates him. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's scary looking. Yeah, he's scary looking. But even his personality is just so terrible. Just get rid of him. Secondly, what a time when Caitlyn was transitioning. I yeah. remember that, like all, like you said, they used to do the paparazzi pictures, and they're like. Caitlin got her Adam's apple removed. Like there was all this or shaved down. And I remember the interview with Diane Sawyer. Oh and God. I worked at Facebook at the time. And we were all were like, we are tuning the fuck in. Like I remember getting like two bottles of Chardonnay and like a yeah. beef. Like it was such a big deal. And that's kind of what I miss in pop culture. We haven't had these like, mo- like these big interview moments anymore. Or like, Diane Sawyer, Oprah's like, tell me what happened. You know what I mean? I would say the closest thing that we've had recently is Scandaval, um, which Facts. we can get into later. Facts. Um, I do want to know, though, kind of, so you're running this Nori's Black Book account. Yes. You're low-key kind of shading Nori, but also really just shading the entire family. You have some yeah. iconic characters out of that miss jonathan being one uh the malikas being the other mm-hmm. i i know that I, I really bonded with one of my friends when i was casually talking about the show and i was i started referring to 
I don't know. I think maybe probably Khadijah. As the one the nobody knows. <laughs> it was like, the Malikas are always blah, 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 blah. And she knew what I was talking about. And I was like, this is, this is connection. This is real friendship. So you really did that for me. But <laughs> you bring it to what I can. Yeah. And the Malikas part, I think. Uh, with the characters too, people don't understand, and I'm sure Malikas probably don't get it either. But <laughs> it's based off everything I do has a rhyme or reason. Like I can tell you why I do something. Like very rarely is something random. I chose the Malikas because I started recognizing people did not know Khadijah. Like yeah. they just don't, and then maybe because they're casual watchers, so they don't get it. But like even when Khadijah announced she was pregnant, people were like, "She's pregnant again." I'm like, "This is not Malika." No. And you don't really see Khadijah as much as Malika. So I get that. So that was just like, just do the Malikas because no one wants to learn the other one's name for some yeah. reason. And I fuck with twins because I have twin god sisters. I do that to them all the time. Their name's Lisa yeah. and Louise. And I just go Lisa Louise. Like, I don't have time yeah. no. to figure out who's who in this moment. No, no. We're we're living in a post-COVID world, especially now. And truly, who has the time? Well, who has the time? time. Like- and they're the exact same, like personality wise yeah they are same personality, same swoop uh it's just the same terrible advice like terrible same person i'm surprised they never had a spinoff of their own remember Uh, they had a dash dolls or whatever dash dolls they were stars of but the real star was a uh what's her name uh Oh, the girl that got all the same surgeries as, as Kylie, and she looks just like her. And she was like the head, uh, head retail associate at Dash. At the I didn't really Dash watch the show. Full disclosure. Um, okay, well, I did. And full disclosure, I couldn't do it. But um, um, and, and yeah, because they like managed the store, and that's another reason. Like, I feel like though, I will say the hard part about writing Nori's Black Book is I think people forget a Northwest is black. So a lot of times I talk about specifically black people. They're like, is it because she's black? And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Like, I can talk. Like, it's the same thing. It's so it's so weird experience. If I can talk about Rain and Penelope and Mason and they don't give a shit. I can say right now Penelope's a psychopath and she's a Rain's a mass murderer. It's so funny. If I say Dream took me to Walmart. Oh, is it because her mom's black? It's like, I don't understand what the rules are with some audiences because I, I think I do a good job talking about everybody. There's, in fact, the the only people I really don't talk about is Kanye and Kim. Kim yeah. only gets talked about if she comes for North. It's like their little banter. Yeah. But everyone gets an equal thing. And so when it comes to Malika specifically, sometimes I see that in the comments like, oh, because, oh, she has to work the store because she's black. No, she has to work the store because she actually worked in the store. She worked in the she's store. She's North's assistant because she was actually Chloe's assistant. Like, this is not right. not making this up. Like, we are you just... You didn't create story. the problematic racial dynamics within the family. And that's you didn't recognize thing, right? them. <laughs> like, tell them hoes to wear braids. Like, this is not my fault. Right. Also, Dream took you to Walmart. She's probably with the with her grandma like right right Tokyo <laughs> Tony probably took her to Walmart also but also on that note Rob's fucking broke like it's more so also, about Rob than yeah. it is about Black China and Tokyo Tony so I think yeah so I, that is some of the challenges I run into but um I don't give a fuck you can just not read it 
do people uh do people know that you're a black woman that runs the account that's another thing like i'm black like get fucking real so i think that's i I was glad to reveal myself on that level yeah like everyone can relax i'm not a white gay man i am a black woman so it's all good these jokes are okay um and and part of the reason that's probably why i drag courtney's kids the most because they're white kids and there's no like I can say Rain is gonna probably go to jail when he gets older because there's no uh, like, yeah and there's those social implications about that I would never say Saint's gonna get arrested that's crazy talk in this in this political climate <laughs> well Saint isn't like downing crayons and calling grown women liars right? every other day that right. is, that is criminal behavior that is big behavior difference. But yeah, I, that that's so funny too. Yeah, so those are just the minor challenges that I don't really care about, but I do notice. I'm just like, you guys need to roll out. Or if I talk about Taylor Swift, oh my god, the co- which Uh-oh. I find funny that people get really riled up that a parody account is talking about Taylor Swift and they're in the comments losing their fucking minds. It's quite hilarious. Well, I hate Taylor Swift, so I do too. Full so. <laughs> it's very easy because most of the time, the people I talk about, I don't hate. Like, even the people I make fun of, like me, Natalie, I would never make fun of them. Or right. I would never. Like, I have my, my latest thing I wrote about um, Kim's collection with Dolce & Gabbana was that it's too tacky for my taste. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Natalie doesn't give a shit, right? Like, yeah. But when I talk about Taylor Swift, you can probably guarantee those are my actual thoughts and feelings. She 100%. is the devil. She is. To put it lightly. <laughs> she is. 100%. Um, so... How, where, uh, what, so the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E, they and they announced this big, we're ending the show thing, mm-hmm. uh, knowing full well they were going to Hulu. And so they have all of these like kind of kitschy moments in their last few episodes of like one where they go to their old house and then they watch Courtney subjects her damn kids to the train wreck that was her relationship with their father. Uh, <laughs> When she pulls Mason out of her vagina on camera, she subjects her kids. So there was a lot of kitschy stuff. And so one of those things that as viewers, if you don't know anything, if you don't follow the account, we learn that the family has learned that there's this parody account of Northwest. And how could they possibly know that's exactly how she is? And (laughs) it kind of like, you know, they start talking about the account and i want to know like had they been following the account before had you gotten any kind of interaction from anyone in the circle before this the time period of this episode and what time period was that like how aware do you think they really were of your presence so okay so how am i going to answer this okay so i'm going to answer it two ways from what i know and then what i learned okay Okay. so on instagram as you know and everyone knows as instagram you if, And if you have a certain amount of followers, especially, you really can't tell who's following you. At right. one point, well, at the time, let's say I had 700,000 followers. I can't tell who's following me. Even if Chloe, when Chloe followed, I don't, I didn't know. Like, I don't know of anyone. The only reason I found out is because other people would tell me. Yeah. Like, they would be like, oh, like my mom told me Chloe followed me. And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I did, I was like really oblivious. So every now and then they would have liked something or commented like, right, right. 
That's yeah. the extent. Like one time Kanye screenshotted my account and then and then put it on his Instagram, which oh my god. Again, I, that was exciting for me. I was like I was excited and scared at the same time because I was yeah. like because there was no caption. He just screenshot yeah. it and put it on his Instagram. I was like, what does gonna, that mean? Is he going to fly me to Wyoming and fucking shoot me? Like, what? Is he coming? Jeffree Star is at your door. Get Jeffree Star is like, get in, bitch. <laughs> and to this day, I'm low-key scared of Kanye because, like, oh it's, yeah, it's so unpredictable. Like, either he really, really loves something or he's going to really, really hate something, right? But that was really cool. So I was like, oh, my God, this is great. I've made it. And so that is pretty much all I had. Now, that same year they asked me to be on the Kardashians, a couple of weeks before they had sent me a PR package. And I think they showed that in the episode because they were trying. But I sent them an address to a P.O. box. Like they were trying to do stuff like that. And like, wait, why did you do a P.O. box? Because I don't trust my apartment with mail. And oh, yeah. And so then that- my mom gets really weird when I have some stuff sent to her house. Like, my mom's a boomer, so she thinks if you give her address out, like, people are going to come to the house or something. I don't know. Yeah. So my dad had a P.O. box, and he let me share it with him. So I was like, okay, I'll just have it sent to the P.O. box. So that's the only reason I did that. Yeah. Um. So that was the extent that I had the interaction. And then when they followed up to see if I got it, they were like, oh, would you like to come on the show? That's all I knew. When I got to the show and I talked to the ooh, the Asian bodyguard, the hot one, when people were like, "Oh yeah," they were trying to say that was Ky- Kylie's baby daddy. Yeah, yeah. He's so fine, y'all. I talked to him when I was there, and he said they had been following since Tumblr. Oh wow! Yeah, and they she that's what he said. And they had been reading it like they would be like even like in Paris or something, and I and like even like the E team would be like, "Yeah, you would write stuff." Like they assumed it was someone that worked at E. Because some of the stuff I wrote about hadn't happened yet. And they'd be like, oh, someone who has to work here knows it. And I'm, but my thing is with the Kardashians, I watch it so much, not to say they're predictable, but they feel predictable to me. Like yeah. I kind of know the way they will move based on past things I've watched. Behavior uh, patterns. Yeah. yeah. Now stuff I just, I'm good at guessing. Like I wrote something before they went to Hulu that, you know, Stormy was pitching a cooking show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And that probably freaked them out. But I only did that because Padma from Top Chef, mm-hmm. she had a cooking show on e- on Hulu. And I was like, oh, well, just give her a cook, you know. But yeah, so basically I found out they've been following since Tumblr. And then to basically I found out because other people told me they were following on Instagram or whatever. Like, so it was all very organic and I'm all very unaware of things. Like they could unfollow today and I'd be like, oh, you did? I don't, I don't notice. Did you so who reached out to you? Was it one of the sisters? Was it from someone from their team? Was it like a general account? Like who reached out to you? Oh, Tracy. Oh, Tracy. Yeah. Just like in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy. Okay. So she asked if I want to be on the show. And then that's when I started talking to like production E and stuff. And then that's how that went. How long did it take from that conversation to you actually like flying out? It was so quick, bro. It was like two weeks. If wow. Not. Yeah. It was a very quick turnaround. Wow. It was so t- super quick. It's so quick that I had my aunt's funeral and I was down to miss it. I was like, well, my aunt's funeral is next Tuesday, but I didn't miss that. Like, it's just like, I, I, or, she's not going to be there. So yeah. it's like, I can just go. But they were like, oh, she no. She want you to do this. Yeah, exactly. She'd be yeah. like, bitch, get your ass <laughs> to Calabasas. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they were able to accommodate. They just moved it like a day. And but this was during 2020. So I had to like quarantine. Like it wasn't yeah. like fly and fly out. I had to fly down there. I had to quarantine in a hotel for like five days. Like it was a long time. I was in that bitch for like a week. I had to get tested. Like it was just it was fucking COVID. Like and we had to meet outside. I had to wear a oh mask. It was just, it was weird. It was weird. Did um did Kathleen know that you were an Ori's Black Book? Like, did your co-host know? Yes. Yeah, so Kathleen knew because it's not like I'd kept it a secret secret. Like, I would tell people. Yeah. I just didn't want to publicize it because I like people to use their own, own imagination and not really worry about who I am, what I look like, where I'm from. It just, for me, it takes away from your experience. Yeah. So that's the only reason. But yeah, Kathleen knew because um, we had a mutual friend and I was... I told her and Kathleen was starting this other she had this other Instagram where her and a friend would dress like Kim and Kanye and uh, it's like called what would Yeezy wear and they would redo um, redo like their paparazzi pictures like they would do that and so she's telling her about my account and was like oh well maybe Natalie can help you with your captions. So, yeah, so Kathleen knew. And I would tell her, well, yours is really based off image. You really don't have to have a clever caption. You, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? yeah. If you know, so, you know. If you know, you know. It's like, yeah. you don't. But yeah, so she knew. And so she kept the secret well. Although sometimes on the podcast, she'd slip and I have to edit it out or some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, okay, give me one second. I need to go to the restroom really quick. Look, um, I just wanted to tell you something about when we were talking about the family following the account or interacting. Yeah. Which I love. It's cool. But I think for me, what I get really excited about is when like other celebrities interact or follow the account. Yes. Tell me who. Ha- yeah. Tell me who is. And again, I can't always see. It's like sometimes other people tell me. So I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But um, like Emma Roberts was following at one to Right. Fucking royalty. Emma fucking. Oh my, god. my God. <laughs> Emma Roberts. Scissor like. Right. <laughs> Not SZA. SZA liked like a post I made one time and I was like, oh my God, SZA. Like that's the shit I like when it's other people. Or even if like it's like one of Kanye's like friends. Like I think yeah. I made a post about North throwing a Yeezy at Pete or Skeet, excuse me. And like one of Kanye's friends was like, oh my God. Like I, that's the shit I like when like out, people outside of this like circle can come in and have a good, a good, a good key, if you will. Well, and that's a really good meter for your impact. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast that you did with Ryan Bailey. Um, love him. He's been on my show. And to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he said something about the impact, the larger impact and the pulse that you have when you are following the Kardashians and like how you can kind of check in with the Kardashians to keep a good pulse on what's going on in pop culture yeah um i can keep a pulse on like people i know i want to be around by like who follows your your nori's black book account like before (laughs) i was prepping for this i was like okay who follows the account because that's going to inform me on you know like people that are going to get it and people that i can talk to about it you know and it does span i mean age race gender identity like it really yeah you can identify with so many different people and a lot of people relate to the account um hopefully because they know that it's a parody one but also because they can find the humor in exactly 
in these people. Now, yeah. back to the the day, the, the day, day of. Yeah, so you've long. been quarantining for five days. Five days. Now, did you four get seasons? Four seasons. You did you get glam? Did you get any kind of prep? Did you have to? Now, I'm assuming you had to sign some sort of. You had to sign sign. You had to sign something. I mean, you can't just. I just did an NDA before we start talking about me being on the show. But honestly, that's about it. They weren't really like, and you're gonna sign this one and sign this one and what? <laughs> like, it's not like. Unfortunately, because I really, I want the fucking full Monty. Like, I want you to take my phone. Like, I want. Ops. Yeah. But you know, no, I just had to sign a just one little NDA, which was annoying. And was that kind of like typical, like? you know, can't talk about the episode before it comes out yeah. type of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very standard. It was very like, like I have meetings all the time where you just sign an NDA before you even have the conversation. So it was very like yeah. run of the mill. So they didn't give you like things you couldn't bring up. Right. Things you, that's wild. It was so little direction that I was uncomfortable. It was just really? like, the only thing they told me is when they come in, just stand up and wave. So it looks like, I don't know what they wanted to look like. And I think they wanted to look more surprisey, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that was the only direction I got. And I was like, because I even was like, should I put my phone on? Like, I was yeah. like, well, what's the, what's the, uh, what the etiquette here with being on a reality show? Should I not look at the camera? Like, what? Yeah. But yeah, no direction. I will say, I get that question a lot about glam. No, these assholes are giving me a glam. Ariel didn't come to the hotel and beat my face. Chris Appleton didn't do my hair. Where was Joyce? Um, I had to do Freaky. Where was Joyce? Joyce didn't come. Um, Mario was nowhere to be fucking found. But these wow. always look great. Um, no, I did my own. You looked great my- as well. That's why I Thank asked. You. Because you really looked phenomenal. And your Thank glasses, you. your green glasses were so oh, cute. Green um, my cousin did my hair. Wow. Thank God for her. And um, she's a hairdresser, Tisa Lynn. And then I did my own makeup. And it was funny because we talked about fandom. I have a good amount of fandom for the Kardashians. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just treating them like normal people. I'm just saying I'm not treating like fucking Michael Jackson or Beyonce walked in the room. But for the makeup, I was wearing KKW Beauty. And I was wearing the Chloe and Malika BF palette from Becca. So Did you tell her that? And wait, and I had on um, some KKW fragrance. I told Chloe after the facts. I said, oh, I forgot to tell you. And she's like, oh, that's why you look so great. Um, <laughs> crazy. Kim's <laughs> bitch ass. So Kim made me feel like, here's how it is when, you, when you're around Kim and Chloe, specifically Kim. You feel like the nerd at school that got invited to eat lunch with the head cheerleader, if I could put it in like a TV term. Yeah. Like that's it felt like I was the nerd and the cool c- girls were like, come eat lunch with us. So yeah. when you Kim were with Katie Heron, exactly, Regina George, it, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so when Kim was, sh- we were calling North and she was showing me pictures on her phone of like stuff at her house. Um, I like a fucking groupie say, um, I'm wearing KKW fragrance. Like I'm wearing the, the, the mom one or whatever I said. And she's on her phone and gets up. She goes, and not even looking at me, still texting. I know. I can smell it. And I just like, you bitch, acknowledge me. Like, totally lying. Like, she's like, girl, you. 
She did not then, care. Because I'm not embarrassing enough. I then go on to say, like, <laughs> yeah, I saw you're making it into a candle. I'm talking about <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? And then Chloe goes, You are? And it's like, yeah, I posted about it yesterday. Oh, okay. I'm just like, why don't I stop fucking talking? Also, these ungrateful bitches, that could have been a whole fucking storyline. Storyline. For the who? How about send me a candle? Yeah. Also, at the very least, candle girl? Is that a candle now, though? Do they have one? Can I? Uh, since I'm bringing it up, why don't you slide me a fucking candle? But yeah, that was my like most embarrassing moment, I think, in that conversation where I was just like, I'm going to stop talking because I'm trying to be impressive. Like, what? Where the fuck? Yeah. 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 Um, so a few questions about like your in the moment feelings like, well, first of all, did you know it was just going to be Kim and Chloe? Did they say? Um, I, I, I figured because, again, I watched the show. I knew Courtney wasn't going to be there. Like, I was like, I know Courtney's out. And yeah. I give Courtney a real hard time. So I would I would not blame her if she was like, fuck that. Yeah. Um, I was hoping Chris would be there. Oh, can you imagine? And maybe just Chris, to be honest. And yeah. maybe some boxes. But, um, but Kim and Chloe, yeah, that that was, uh, yeah. I, I kind of could try to guess. But I didn't know it was yeah. just going to be Kim and Courtney. Or Kim and Chloe, excuse me. When you were standing there. And they're like, we're, okay, were you at a restaurant or were you, it looks like you're in the middle of like a, you know, pavilion at a public park. <laughs> well, it's, um, it was a wine bar and they had an outdoor patio city seating area. There were no people around you. Yeah, no, there that, were not. By design? I believe so. But mind you, it's COVID, so I can easily Oh, right, say. yeah. But I think it was, I think it is by design, especially if you watch the show now, it, it's definitely by design and, um. Yeah, I was like the only one there. And I think after we start filming, there's people started to trickle in a little bit. But again, this is COVID time and like nothing was really that busy. So you're standing there and how long were you waiting in that space before they come out? And like, what was your what was your inner thoughts? Like, what were you thinking to yourself? Were you kind of like, I think I would probably completely disassociate and I would be like somewhere in like WeHo in my mind I wouldn't be there <laughs> yeah so first of all I'm getting mic'd which is so exciting for me as a reality tv fan getting mic'd was just Ooh! and then I was asking all the production team if they were wearing skims like every time they were like like the girl miking me she has body she's like body stuff I was like that's skims and she's like no yeah. it's like some dupe or whatever like I was yeah. totally nerding out I'm like that's skims are you wearing KKW yeah. like what is that um, but I only waited maybe like five minutes, which was hard because I'm Mike. So I'm talking to myself. I'm like, um, you deserve this moment. You should be here. You're a great person. You have things to, like I'm giving myself all the affirmations. Hell but yeah. I remember fucking Bravo loves a hot mic. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I need to stop talking out loud. So <laughs> yeah. I just stopped. Up. So I'm sitting there waiting and there's a camera guy to my right. And mind you, I'm not talking or anything. I'm just like, mind you, I don't know the rules. Like I'm yeah. get on my phone and like, you know, I'm. Yeah, so I'm sitting there and he's like, are you nervous? In fact, like, yes, I'm nervous. Like, no shit. Because mind you, this is a regular meeting. There's hella people around. I've got a yeah. camera to my right. I can't like there's cameras. There's lighting. The production people are around. like, it's not. A, it's a very stressful environment. So How I was many like people yeah. like from the production oh team. God. I'm going to say, well, production. And then you got security. So oh. it's like 
production, camera people, lighting, security. It's it's like 10, 15 people. That's a lot. Scattered around. Yeah. So he asked me if I'm nervous. I, I could throw up right now if I really wanted to. Yeah. He's, like, really? He's like, yeah. And I said, I'm worried about looking good on camera too. He's like, oh no, you'll look great. We have like really good lighting. And then I was like, cool. And they did. They did. Yeah. I was like, oh, you guys were fucking around. And then they came in and then um, uh, another nerd moment I had is uh, I said, Kimberly, Noel, Kardashian West. And then I forgot Chloe's middle name. So I just like, and Chloe. And then Chloe goes, whoa, full name. I'm like, yeah, full name. (laughs) And I'm sorry, I can't remember. It's Alexandria. I'll probably never forget it now, but I couldn't remember in that moment. But um, yeah, so it was nerve wracking. And then they got there and I called Oh, so you felt more calm upon it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the anxiousness of it actually starting, and then we and it's different because it's for me it was different because because I've been watching them for so long and writing about them, I already felt like I kind of knew them. So yeah. when I saw them, the nerves kind of went away. I was like, oh okay, it's the, it's the homies. So yeah, <laughs> that's how it felt. I was like, oh hey, and also I will say I went out of my way to not appear like a fan because it's that old age thing where if you act like a fan, people will treat you like a fan, right? Yeah. And you know what I mean, fan. You can appreciate people. Yeah. But again, I'm not going to sit here and act like Diana Ross just walked in the fucking room and right. my fucking mind. So that was also important to me. So how what do they look like in real life? Kim looks like Kim. And I don't mean that in a shady way. I mean, if you see yeah. Kim in person, you, you, you're like, okay, Chloe on their hand is stunning. If you see Chloe in person, you're going to be like, who the fuck is this on my Instagram and on my TV? Because... <laughs> This girl is just, I mean, she has these like really piercing eyes. Like, I don't know what color are they're hazel, if they're like yeah. greenish hazel. Eyes are gorgeous. I mean, makeup was flawless. She had her hair, me and her had her ha- our hair the same. And I think I intuitively did my hair like that because I knew one of them was going to have a half up, half down. Yeah. Um, she's tall, um, like, lovely body i mean she is just a vision and i told her that i'm like you are gorgeous this is like i'm overwhelmed and i I don't obviously a lot of work has gone into that and shout out to the hands that created that because it is chef's kiss so yeah and the the booties aren't overwhelming in person either they're not like Mm -hmm. and this is pre-bbl decrease yeah Uh, yeah so they're not you're not like whoa that ass is out of control but um they also had on like regular pants and stuff to so me. That's why. But yeah, both of them just gorgeous. They look rich. Yeah. Like rich people you would think, you know, if you're watching, remember watch the Oscars and or those red carpets, people just look really clean. Yeah. That's what they look like. They just, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Um, I think that's something that struck me. A couple of things. You mentioned this, I think, on the podcast I was talking about with Ryan Bailey, but you said you got a salad. And they ordered sandwiches, and I watched the episode just before we recorded, and I was like, no, you weren't fucking lying. They were, Chloe was in a sandwich. It was like full Hardee's commercial, like, (laughs) bullshit. I was like, yeah, I too, if I could eat, which I know I wouldn't have been able to eat, but I would also, I mean, like, salads are like, the shaking salads is a thing fucking played me and then another nerd <laughs> moment i had and i had so many like moments where i'm like, i'm loving these but i'm also a virgo and i'm also just found out that i have anxious attachment so i every interaction i'm always like replaying in my mind like why did i say that yeah um 
So when we got, so the lunch, I had to pre-order lunch, okay? So this menu, and mind you, cut to after I finished my salad, that's when production wants to tell me this place has really good tacos. You should have got the tacos. That'd have been wow. helpful to know when I was fucking ordering this bullshit ass salad mm-hmm. while I'm starving. Facebook. So as they give us our lunch, I noticed the girls have fries and like sandwiches, a Diet Coke. And I'm just like, oh, so I say out loud, oh, we're not eating salads. Today. I'm like, fuck is happening. And Kevin goes, no, no, no. There'll be no shaking of salads today. I'm like, well, I'll just sit and fucking starve while you all have the Lord's Last Supper over there. That's my only regret. Like, I should have got real food. And then I'm thinking, too, I want to look cute on camera. So I eat a salad. Well, yeah. And and I got like one. At one point, this actually happened too. They just eat like half of their food or maybe a couple. And and then we like all put the food away. Oh. Like I know they put theirs away. So I was like, oh, I guess we're done eating. So after, yeah, I'm like, we're done eating. Okay. So after we wrapped up filming, I stayed and ate my food. I was like, can I eat? I'm fucking hungry. And they're like, couldn't eat. And also, we were at a wine bar. These bitches didn't order wine. That was another surprise. I was going to ask, did you drink? I drank afterwards. After okay. after they left, I stayed and got drunk and okay, took good. off some wine. Um, oh, yeah. Their production team is great. They, they let me do whatever I want. So, but that was another thing. I, was, I let them order a drink first. When they're like, get to drink. And they're just like, oh, we'll get Diet Coke. I'm like, I'll have a water. At this point, yeah. I'll, I'll have a If I'm going to drink my calories, it's going to be alcohol. I'm not getting... Yeah. So yes, I got water. But yeah. And my friend too, when I told like one of my friends that I told that I was doing it, I told her, um, we're going to a wine bar. And she's like, you cannot get drunk with them on camera. I'm like, if we get drunk on camera, it'll be the best I mean television they've ever seen. But they don't want to have fun. So no. no. And I think that's why I wish Chris would have came. Chris would have had a fucking drink. Chris would have come out the car. Martini in hand, Cosmo in hand. <laughs> like, and that's like my dream to just get drunk with Chris, like have some martinis or some vodka sodas and like, because she's the fun one. But yeah, yeah, these hoes didn't drink wine either. So it was like, I'm starving and I'm sober. We've got to fix this. So how much, so we saw like maybe three minutes of your conversation on the show. How long was the whole it was a long, it was like an hour and a half. Really? Yeah, it was pretty long. Was there anything felt- that didn't make it to camera? I don't I don't know if you've seen the episode recently, but like, was there anything that you felt like you asked or said that should have been on other than your uh, your moments, which I love? Uh, no, like I said, is this what I keep having to tell people? You have to understand it was COVID in California. I hadn't seen a person. I haven't been anywhere. I have nothing to talk about. Yeah. At one point, and I, because I son in India, I won't tell everything I said, especially because yeah. he told me not to. But <laughs> I will say one, just to show you how bullshit my conversation was, I asked them if they thought Tupac was still alive. Like, this is the stuff I was talking about. <laughs> and it's, so... it's, it's no wonder it didn't make it. Like, it should have made it. I wasn't, I'm sure he had the hardest time figuring out what they can air because they probably like, this girl is ridiculous she's bringing up the weirdest thing i asked Wait. them if they watch i 
at one point I said, do you guys watch uh, Psychic Readings on YouTube? They were like, what? I was like, yeah, there's like psychics. They go on YouTube and they like read for celebrities. Do you guys ever like watch your thing? I mean, this is the conversation I was having. But so, do they think Tupac is still alive? One does, one doesn't. I won't reveal who does and who doesn't. Just I know in my heart. I know in my heart. Yeah, one does, one doesn't. So, but that was, yeah, that was the conversation. So I, I, (laughs) yeah, like I said, I was, it was COVID. I had nothing to talk about. I don't have a single thing to talk about. Wait, one more question about the Tupac thing and I'll let it go. Yeah. You asked the question, one says yes, one says no. Did the person who said yes expound on why they felt? Of course not. They were just like, okay. I feel it. Like, like I feel I feel like that, too. I'm just like, all right. Okay. Yeah, it was very, yeah, it was. But that's kind of how I was. I was like, yeah, it's a yes, because I just feel it. And so, and the other person said no, because they've asked someone. So, again, we all were having stupid conversations. We all okay, sound, yeah, I know. We I all know. sounded like fucking crazy idiots. <laughs> thanks to me bringing up these weird topics. You guys watch Psychics on YouTube? They're like, what? Are there any questions that you like you go back and you're like in the moment I wish I would have asked this? It's hard because um it's just hard because I guess being them being reality TV stars and they're being so public there's not a lot of things I would ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and and it's not like again it's not like I don't respect them but it's not like they're musicians and I can ask, "Oh, what were you thinking when you made, you yeah. know, heartless you know what I mean like this I don't know what I'm just there to kick it what I did ask when so when Kim sat down in true Kim fashion she was like is there any questions you've been dying to ask us which I'm thinking stupid I was thinking no not I'm thinking first of all I'm thinking you called me okay what do you have to ask me but I was but I did ask her I said well I just want to know how to take a good picture like that was yeah. my only question. Like, if oh, you- and then she gives the world's worst fucking advice. She says, "I always post my chin down," and you go chin down, which is America was like chin. Like, who can do chin oh, down? Well, I just was like looking for. I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't, obviously, I don't know how to pose, so I'm not looking for. I don't know what I was looking for. But again, it's like if you meet Michael Jordan, you're gonna ask how to dunk. Yeah, Kim can take a good picture. So I'm gonna ask you how to take a good picture that's all yeah. i wanted to know that's yeah. literally it and then i was just there to enjoy myself and be in the moment and have a good time and that's i think i did that but yeah i had no like burning questions like like because i don't know and and maybe this is when we need to talk to someone that's in stan culture maybe that guy yeah. from tiktok tiktok Why, yeah. what do you really want to fucking know like like i love nene leaks love nene leaks die for her i don't have any fucking questions for her i i I think about it all the time because i live in atlanta Uh and she has a lounge lamethia's lounge and i think about going there all the time and i think (laughs) about what i would ask her like what i would ask portia um none of them live in atlanta by the way they all live in suburbs suburbs of atlanta um and i think i would just ask like yeah, I can't think of anything. I just, just, just want to like, hang out. Can we be just in the fucking, presence? Exactly. Yeah. Like, have a question. I want to kick it. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of wish they would have took me to Nobu, but you know, COVID. 
oh, that would have been that amazing. If we could have did that at Nobu, oh my God, can you imagine? No. Because I've, I've, oh my God, Pete Davidson's in rehab. Mm. Oh, so shocking. Shocking. Breaking news. Um, But yeah, because I haven't been to Nobu, so I would love to go or have them take me. Like, So that's what it is. is I don't have questions, but I have things I'd like to do with you. Uh, yeah. uh, can we go on Kim Air? Can we yeah. go to Nobu? Can we go to Tao? Yeah. Like, can we do these things? Like, so, right. yeah, it's not so much questions I have, but I I'm want to kick it. I'm down to fucking kick it. And another thing about meeting them is they are really nice and they're really funny. And mm-hmm. I fully understand why people lose their fucking minds when they get kicked out of this circle. Oh, like, yeah. I get it. Because not only are they really fun to be around, in my opinion, you get treated like goddamn royalty just yeah. by association. Yeah. Just by, I mean, like, you'd have thought I was fucking Princess Diana that day. Like, <laughs> bodyguards were coming up to me, the production. Like, everyone wanted to meet me, and they're, like, driving me around. I mean, like, you They wanted to make you comfortable. Oh, is the Four Seasons good enough? Yeah, I guess I can do that. They sent a car to pick me up, a car to drop me. Like, it is just phenomenal. Like, I, when I got to the hotel, the hotel wrote me, like, Gave me like this fruit basket and wrote me this note about like how happy they are. I, they were that were different. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah, I'd go fucking Larsa and Joyce too if they were all of a sudden like, hey, this is done. Don't ever come back. Oh, so yeah. 100%. Taking you off the security clearance list. Do not contact us. You won't be getting a birthday shout out from us on Instagram. This is over. Yeah. I'd yeah. Be- I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. I can't go on Kim Air anymore. You mean we're not yeah. taking like a quick trip to Vegas on our private jet to go see Usher? I'm that you telling me that that's, life is over? Yeah, that's a bummer. That's why that's Malika bummer. fucking plays her cards right. Oh, we she does stay in her lane. Whatever it takes to to stay to sustain this life. I get it. That's why when people talk bad about Malika, I'm like, listen, Malika's playing the long game here. She's not going to tell these hoes not to wear braids. She's not yeah. crazy. <laughs> That's actually a really good point because She's I think a lot of people crazy. wonder, like, why are people not, you know, what is their inner circle doing that they're not, like, calling out the appropriation and the weird shit and the, like, sketchy shit that they say or when they, like, dead name Caitlyn or, you know, yeah. like, well... That's not my job. Well, he's like, I'm minding my own fucking business. I will be in the jet when you guys yeah. are done your hair braided. Let's go to Let's Paris, go. bitch. Girl. And I'll be the same way. I'm not going to front. I might hint at some things, but bitch, that's your life to live. Let's yeah. let's get on this plane and go yeah. to Turks and Caicos. What are we doing? So I think, that, yeah, I, I like that. From Jordan, too, was like that for a minute because you saw when Jordan, yeah. like, was in the family. It was all good. She got kicked out. She played that black girl card so hard. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I'm out of there. So now I can talk this way. But when she was in the family, it was mom's the fucking word. And I would yeah. be the same goddamn way. I'm not giving up. Not moving out of Kylie's house just because she's no. wearing cornrows. Not no. doing it. Don't ask me. So I have my opinions. <laughs> I'm going to have some thoughts, some notes. Right. <laughs> uh but ultimately, know. again, that's not, I get, I don't get paid for that. I get paid, you know, <laughs> I get paid to, you know, live in ground. Take house. these notes. Don't take these notes. Like, whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's go to Trask. 
sponsor. What are we Let's doing? Let's go. Um, that brings me to a little piece of of our conversation that I'm really interested about. Um, quick question: Are you involved in any of the? You mentioned Reddit earlier. Have you been on the Reddits? There's the main Kardashian one, and then there's the Snark one, and there's a bunch of offshoots. I have dabbled. I'm not on it on it just because. Here's the thing about me. I don't like to read anything about me. So I try to avoid Kardashian stuff in case I come up. And even like when we spoke about the podcast, when me and Kathleen had first had the podcast, the stands ate our asses up on Reddit, which I found hilarious. Kathleen took it way more personally than I did. I find that shit hilarious because, bitch, we made it. We're just doing a a popular podcast and people are taking their time the other day to write Reddit threads on us. Like, Someone would literally listen to our episode, each episode, review it, and basically trash us, which I'm thinking, this, you gave us the listen. This is great. Um, Like, we were the first ones. I know I was very vocal, and so was Kathleen. The first, we were like, uh, Kim and Kanye need to get divorced. Yeah. Get a fucking divorce. Like, when I was on the show, there were so many people that were like, she's the one that said Kim and Kanye should get a divorce. And she did it. Uh, and she says Kim's cheating on Kanye. I didn't say that. I'm reading the reports. I'm reading yes. the rumor mill and the blind items. The blinds, yes. Um, I also think rich people tend to have arrangements more than your everyday conventional marriage. Like I feel like there's a lot, but but to your question, yeah, I kind of avoid it just because I don't want to like accidentally read something about myself. But I do know there's like a keeping up with the Kardashian like Reddit, like just dedicated to that. So there's two. There's the main one, and then there's an offshoot one called the Snark page. And that has had a lot of controversy because at first it was just all like, I mean, they were saying things that even I was like, maybe don't talk about people this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe don't say that. But then, then it kind of came full circle, and then it was too nice, and then the, you know commenters rebelled it's been it's been a whole thing it's been all that yeah yeah. but what i want to know um and i'd love to share mine also but i want to know what your top three controversial or conspiracy theories are when it comes to the kardashians conspiracy is a interesting word because a lot of stuff i think is just like what's going on they are like like they are a conspiracy like right, you can have the conspiracy that Chloe has a different dad. Okay, is that really a conspiracy at this no, point? No, that's like, you know, like maybe like hot takes, like controversial. Yeah, cons- or contra- my controversial take or a hot take I have that I don't see a lot of people exploring is that the appropriation stuff started and ended with Kanye. Mm. Not to absolve them of any responsibility, but the Kanye of it all. I think Kanye was the one telling them Get your hair braided, get your ass plumped, get your boob job, tan your skin. Like, because once he stopped having so much influence, all that is like gone now. Oh, the ass is gone. The weight is gone. The hair is gone. All of it. Yeah, all of it's gone. So that's my, and people aren't really putting those things together. It's like Kim didn't start doing this stuff until Kanye came in the picture. Yeah. She was all blazers and like part down the middle with Chris Humphreys. And then Kanye yeah. comes along and she's, oh, let me just darken my skin a little bit. Maybe some braids. And then maybe I'll just get an ass job. And 
Like that was all Kanye. So again, not to absolve anyone of responsibility, but I that's like one of my like biggest hot takes about the family. It's like we've got to step back, zoom out a bit and realize why the fuck they were all doing that in the first place. Yeah. Um, I guess my other take, I mean, Kendall. Let's go. Let's go. I think Kendall would be more interesting. I'm going to say this very carefully. If she lived a little more authentically out loud. Now, no one has to, but she would be more likable if she, I don't know, popped up with the girlfriend every now Maybe. and then. Maybe. Once in a while. Like, I don't know. Her relationships with her men aren't really, they don't seem that genuine or that believable. Like this her and Bad Bunny thing. You're like, okay, girl, both yeah. of you are in question. But um, yeah. I think, both of you are in question. But I think it would just make her so much more interesting and so much more likable if she just like pulled up with like a bad bitch or, or something like that. Or I don't know. I think that would just be really cool. So that's another like hot take, controversial thing. And then my third controversial hot take. Hmm. I had to get Courtney in here somehow. My well, it's not a hot take. I think Courtney and Kim truly don't like each other. Oh, they I think hate each other. I think yeah, I think we're we're at the point now we can just say confidently, you two hate each other. Because yeah. before I kind of was just like, because I don't have siblings, but I do have friends that have siblings. Like, oh, this is like a sister thing. Or maybe yeah. they're just sisters that love each other, they'll be there for each other, but they're not gonna go out for drinks or anything. Right. Now I'm edging more towards. Oh, you guys just like fuck hate each other. Yeah, you guys, you, you don't fuck with each other for real, for for real, real for real. And, and then I, they do this like thing where they're posting on Instagram together. I'm like, that's the brand. The, yeah, brand, the brand is posting together. The brand the, is family. The sisters, uh, the familial relationships are. I mean, Kim hitter. You know, one it they they're about to beat the shit out of each other, kill each other, literally. I mean, and I said this on our episode this week, and these women are like well over forty. This yeah. isn't like some like teen drama, maybe late mm-hmm. twenty. These are like grown ass women yeah. who cannot fucking stand each other. So to the point where, if you notice, which I've noticed on the Hulu show, they don't even film together really. No, like it. I you haven't have seen to, it. You have not seen them do a one-on-one scene. If she does film with her, like there's like a third party that's always there. I think this season we might actually get the one-on-one scene because they have to talk about the the dolce of it all. Yeah. But like it has just become quite apparent that Courtney is like, I'm fucking done with you. And I would also be interested, switching gears, to know what Courtney's conversation was with Travis before she got with him. Because obviously... The Travis and Kim thing happened so long ago, but that yeah. was your sister, and this is now your husband. I need to know if she was like, you need to tell me everything that happened, or you need to, you know, somehow make me feel secure that you're not secretly vying for Kim while we're, like, doing our thing. And uh, for people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Travis Barker, in his book, in his memoir that he memoir. published spoke about uh hooking up with having a thing for kim um a long time ago and then the uh the blinds or the lipstick alleys or the you know the crazy days and nights would maybe say uh they were fucking 
and that Shanna, his ex-wife, caught him with Kim. Yes. And it was a big thing in their marriage. And Shanna has come out and actually said that. Now, oh, you talk to anybody who will talk to anybody about and it. Listen, I don't know. I mean, she was saying this before keeping up. So yes. I, I don't know what she would have gained from that because yeah. it wasn't for maybe even until Kanye that Kim had any kind of reputation to lose. Like, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking Travis and Kim hooked up and maybe there's a little fixation there. And maybe, maybe Courtney always had a thing for him and Kim, uh, likes to take things from other people and <laughs> she maybe like got maybe she got off on getting you know getting i don't i don't know that's we don't know but like i also like i'm technically an only child i have half siblings but i didn't grow up with them mm-hmm. so i don't you know this is such a family show and I, yeah. I think that's interesting for you too natalie like you're interested in the show even though it's such it's so heavily focused on family dynamics family dynamics that i personally cannot exactly. in any <laughs> capacity relate my parents are divorced my mom's 81 so she i, I don't her people yeah I exactly them. i don't know they're, they're probably dead right so right. like i i think part of that too is like what kind of intrigued me to the kardashians is this family dynamic that i don't understand so Same. yeah Same. so I'm trying to like make sense out of nonsense with these sisters. And I'm trying to be like, yeah, my friends who have uh, siblings, they, you know, wrestle or maybe, you know, my sis- my friends who have sisters and brothers, like maybe they do talk openly about like fucking each other as a joke. And like, yeah. things like that. I'm like, <laughs> to me, that's yeah. absolutely disgusting but maybe if you're like close enough like i don't don't fucking know yeah yeah Um, or maybe you are incestual and that was another thing like there's so many things uh over the years online that have said that like they've slept with the same men like they've kind of yeah remember the remember the game was like i've slept with two kardashians yep 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 yep. and maybe and that's why what the the Jordan thing kind of threw me. Yeah. Because I'm like, Chloe, I know you've slept with some of the same men as Kim, mm-hmm. allegedly, right? Mm-hmm. And you are saying on camera, like, this was like your sister, but it didn't bother you. I mean, I guess she was she was like in a relationship, quote unquote, with Tristan. So that's like different, but I don't well, know. It's fascinating. It is fascinating because remember and Tyga with Kendall and Kylie too. Oh, yeah, like Kendall was originally interested in Tyga. Yeah, um, maybe slightly more age appropriate, darling, but not that much more. Right? You know? Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, um, sorry, you said something that reminded me. You were talking about Larsa, I think. Larsa, yeah. yeah. Like when Larsa was getting kicked down, she was losing her mind for a second. She revealed that she was dating Tristan first. Yep. And so, I it. and I was, well, yeah, you have to believe Larsa. There's one thing about Larsa. She is not a liar. She's fucking nuts. Uh, she's a little pathetic, but she is not a liar. And mm-hmm. I, that's another thing I'd like to know how they got her to stop talking. I wonder if they like cut the check or if they got her on housewives or something, or like 
what what did it take to get Larsa to shut the hell up? Because remember, she was like she chirping, and then all of a sudden she just was like, never mind. So that'd be interesting. But yeah, um, the family dynamic does does draw me in because, like you said, I can't understand. Like even I was like, I think what grabbed me at first was even them cussing at the mom. Yeah, because like like they just woo, they will tell Christian to suck a dick, and I'm like, I can't even tell my mom to shut up. So. Yeah. That is that's really fascinating for me. Well, and you see that with um, particularly Courtney's kids have taken on. Uh, I I'm really still in shock. So I uh, work in education. I've never been a teacher, but for six years I was a behavioral crisis intervention person on site. Okay. So when okay. kids were in the throes of uh, whether it be like trying to stab somebody or throwing, you know, a bookshelf on a whole classroom of kids or just like crying in the hallway or leaving the school building and going off grounds, I was the person who would have to go in and de-escalate that. Okay. Rain saying that his teacher is a liar, I had to reset. I was triggered. I was like, I was triggered. I was triggered too. I know you are not talking about an adult like that. Right. I, I know never. you're not. And, you know, controversial take here, that dinner that happened, um, a few, uh, I don't even know what year, maybe like a couple of years before they ended keeping up. And Corey was, Corey Gamble was at the table and he was like, well, if my kid did something like that, I'd whoop their ass kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And Scott was like, you're not going to talk about my, you're not going to hit my kid. Put hands on my kids. I was like, I don't want him to put hands on your kid. I don't want anybody to put hands on their kid. Uh, generally, what is your kid doing, though? I just want to know really quick. Well, you know what? Corey's thing was, you have to remember, too, when he said, hey, it's it's cultural. Like, Southern people, I mean, you're from the South. Southern people, yeah. Black people, people of color, whatever. They all say, like, my, I got threatened, so knock your head off your shoulders. Not really. Yeah. Gonna, it's that, they're not going to do that. Yeah. However, they were talking about the time Penelope hit the nanny in the face. Now, I'm sorry. If I get hit in the face, my knee-jerk reaction is just going to mm-hmm. be to hit you back in the face. I don't care if you're five or 50. Yeah. And I think that was just Corey's response to hearing such a visceral act by a child. And that his yeah. point was, I'm not letting a child hit me, hit me in, in my goddamn And if and I think I said this too and a half. If Penelope and I think all the kids are at the end of the day, they're all cute kids. They're just children, awesome. but with too much freedom. That's really what the problem is. But if Penelope would hit me in my face, Courtney, you need to come pick up your daughter from the Target parking lot. Yeah, I am leaving. Yeah. So if you don't want her to be in the parking lot alone, you have. Two minutes to get to her. Get her. I will be in the store. She yeah. is still sitting out there in the parking lot. Cause and I quit. Like I just wouldn't take that because, and I think that's my issue. Kind of, like kind of what you're speaking to the distant kids, the freedom. They're just so comfortable talking to adults any type of way. It's really scary. And while they're cute kids, I'm terrified of them because yeah. they have too much freedom. Ray would cuss my ass out and wouldn't feel anything about it. Like, I can't be around that. That's toxic. Rain is too old to eat crayons. He's too old to eat crayons. Oh, for say, fucking eight. Why are you eating eight? 
don't do that. It's and time for a therapist to step in if an eight-year-old's eating crayons because that could be 100%. something else going on. A hundred percent. And, you know, I don't want to, like, attack people and attack their, like, parenting, but uh, Travis, your kids, a couple <laughs> of them, I have questions. I'm not, like, I understand you grew up in the spotlight. You're like, oh. So you like have these whole different like set of like morals or whatever, but like between you and Courtney, how necessary is it? Like, do we need to do this again, or could we maybe just like maybe refocus on on you know really putting yeah. our energy into our relationship? That's how I feel about that. Because <laughs> sweetie, Alabama is thirty five. Alabama is like people. I remember when Kylie was like 16, 17, I was just people thinking were like, that, oh, yeah. she's way too like sexual. And I, I kind of look back at it, at it and I'm like, yeah. And even at the time, I was kind of like, yeah, she's overly sexual, but it's not like egregious. Like, I, yeah, just, yeah, I yeah. never felt like any, the most egregious thing for me that Kylie did was the thing with Tyga. Like, yeah. that was like concerning, but she was not. For her age and for, like, the time period and, like, the culture and, like, that was appropriate to me yeah. for her environment. She wasn't pussy popping on a handstand. She wasn't pussy popping on a handstand. She wasn't, like, ass out, tits out, like, you know, my neck, my back type of shit. Yeah, yeah, Alabama. Yeah. Oh, my God. Alabama is outside, okay? She will bend over in her thong and d- give you a good twerk on TikTok. And Alabama is just made 17? Yeah. Maybe. And like you said, I don't like to judge either because I think Alabama, at the end of the day, she's she's a 17-year-old girl having a good time on TikTok. Yeah. I'm sure she perceives as harmless. My thing is, there's so many creeps in the world. Yeah. So really about Alabama. It's more so I know there are such disgusting men specifically on social media and stuff like that. And I wouldn't want her to fall prey to a predator. That's the thing. And I, and I think to your point you're making is, Travis, where are you in kind of like protecting your daughter from these, this, these type of things? It's like, you're a little sleep at the wheel on this. A little bit. Like and reel her in just a little bit. Because I just, I can like imagine the kind of, like messages that she gets exactly. and as a like as a parent yeah. I would want to I would not want for people that would be speaking to my daughter a certain kind of way to have any type of regular lifestyle I'll just exactly say that. exactly that so yeah it's not so much obviously Alabama's a child a beautiful young woman that not shaming her it's more so they're such disgusting people in this world and like yeah. I th- and I also feel like young women, specifically like Alabama's age, are such a rush to get to the adult life that they yeah. might not be ready for what's out there. So to your point, she might get approached by a tiger and completely get her world turned. Just like yeah. Kylie. We have to be honest. Tiger fucking like really groomed Kylie. Yeah. He even 100%. Admitted, he admitted it on The Breakfast Club. Like, yep. he might not call it grooming. 
But it's grooming. When you're telling a, a young girl what to wear, how to wear their hair, how their body should be, da 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 da, that is grooming. So sorry. You're like shaping how yeah. they feel about themselves That's and true. how they mm-hmm. present themselves and like the values that they're going to have. Exactly. And they put trust in you because you're older. Yeah. And, and they like it. And they like it. And yeah. they're being incentivized by like attention or, yeah. you know, whatever, like romance, whatever. Yeah. And their brain isn't fully formed. Yes. So they don't have time to like explore who they are as a person uh, authentically. Yeah, that's 100% right. And that's why with Alabama, that's my, that'd be my only like with her if she got with like an older man who did the same or like tried to take advantage of her. So, so I'm like, I hope offline Travis is having conversations because you know they all fuck with their mom. But that's a right. whole other story. But oh. hopefully some conversations are happening like, hey, make sure you only do things you want to do don't feel pressure to do this don't do this uh i do think it's funny that she wears lace front wigs and wraps like i'm obsessed with alabama all that aside fully obsessed with fascinating so Um. fascinated with alabama because like you're right anything kylie thought she was doing at 16 alabama's like the fucking child play okay yeah over here doing makeup (laughs) i got my nails i've got like a whole squad of black girls behind me when i dance yeah. Um, so she she's dating, living the life. She's living the fucking life, and she she's like uh, she's Wo Vicky. Yeah, she's Wo Vicky of the generation. Wo Vicky pre God. Like, if, yeah, that crazy. Wo Vicky's like, which by the way speaks to what some shit she saw in Hollywood that has made her turn completely. Like, Wo Vicky is like the most godly woman right now in the world. Yes. Like, she it's full on on fire for Christ. But um, give it up for Jesus. Give it up for Jesus. <laughs> and I think it's fascinating that Alabama looks like Christina Aguilera. Like dead on. Dead fucking on. What if look, that's my that's my new theory. Um new conspiracy theory. My new conspiracy theory. Um, Rain is Justin Bieber's child and I have Alabama that. is Christina. Well, that's that's a theory that I, I really stand by. Um I really, I really I honestly you could tell me that Robert Kardashian 100% is Chloe's dad and I would be like totally like 100% totally but like you'll never get me to believe that Scott is Rain's dad. Specifically the way Courtney told him the way she was she was like in her closet full and stuff like hey I'm pregnant and he's, and he's like, like what? When? We would have to have sex. Exactly. I've been drunk for three months like when the fuck did we have sex? I'm in the he was in full like a space of ed there's no way that he could possibly he's like what? Um, it's, it's how i it's how i feel when uh kim fucking popped up with song i'm sure okay. kaya was like when the fuck did we have a baby i've been having yeah. a mental breakdown for two years straight yeah i've been in uh the midwest for a I've bit been in like when did i give sperm for this baby what are you talking about like I thought that was so crazy that they had a baby at the height of his like manic episode. It's like, does he know he's having a baby? Like, has who told him? That's no. how I feel Scott was. He was like, what? Yeah. I really like watched that scene. Memory. He's like, huh? I have watched that scene so many times. I'm so like, no, times. that is true shock. And that she's is- just like folding clothes. I'm just like, in her head, she's like, if I tell him on camera, he can't, he can't say, but 
we haven't fucked for two years. How is that possible? So I guess I can just do it on camera. Definite strategy. Like I'm going to tell them on camera while I'm folding mm-hmm. clothes. I'm just going to make this as like normal as possible. Like, I mean, so remember when she was about to have him, she was like, I don't care if he's there. Cause he's like, I'm going to the club. I got a club promo in Vegas. And she's yeah. like, if I go into labor, I'm not calling him. Yeah. Like, I don't. It's not even his kid anyway. He has nothing to do with this. He has nothing to do with this. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, Courtney. Oh, my God. I do like that she likes to be pregnant, though, out of all the... Like, she's, like, not fucking with that surrogate shit. I like that she is Miss Pregnant. Like, she loves being fucking pregnant. It's weird, but I'm into it. Like, girl, do your thing. There has to be someone out there to carry that mantle because it could not be me. I don't want to raise them i don't want to grow them i don't want to i I just i thought about that yesterday i said you know what i would love to meet a man who has kids and i could be a bomb ass stepmom stepmom bonus mom but i don't want to carry your child and ruin my body and like no i don't want to do that like there's nothing about being pregnant that's is attractive to me the birth process is really unattractive for obvious reasons yeah but like even being pregnant, I, a ba- baby showers. I fucking hate baby showers. I don't want one of my own. I don't want a baby no. shower. Gender reveals can go to hell. I'm sorry. Oh, Do not invite me to your gender reveal. Just tell you me. You guys what. are bold for that. <laughs> the whole family is wild for that shit. A gender, gender reveal. reveal. Are you Please joking? leave me alone. Please. A whole party for it too. I'm just like. I guess if you have the money, like Courtney and Travis, you can just do shit like that. Yeah. Uh, thought it was interesting. Miss Poosh let off all <laughs> that fucking blue paper into the environment. Yeah. I'm like, this yep. feels not sustainable. It like wasn't. You're just cut into a cake that yeah. feels like a vegan cake that was blue. Well, it couldn't have any sugar because, you know, she doesn't believe in candy. So it's toxic. It has all that gross stuff in it. Oh, my Kim God. Was like. It's candy. Kim was like, we have a Candyland themed party. I think that was when Kim decided no more joint parties because yeah, I no. can't take this. And you don't want candy at a Candyland themed party. I think it's- that's what's frustrating about them, too, is that like there's a lot of lessons that I learned really early on in my life yeah. that they didn't learn for a really long time. Like I had I shared my sweet 16 with my friend who was who has the same birthday as me. And I came out of that experience like absolutely the fuck never again. I'm never sharing my birthday party. I'm never going to share this experience. Me is about me. I don't you know, like this has nothing to do with you. You're out here. You you're out here throwing joint birthdays, the joint, the graduation weird party where Chloe like didn't do a bump of coke you know like whatever like there's all of these things that i'm like you guys i learned this in like literal high school yeah where were you do joint i did a joint i think i think four 13 i did a joint with my friend sylvester and that was the last last and only one i was like this was cute um and because it wasn't really joint he like i think he brought like four people i'm like we're supposed to be having party i feel like i'm doing all the work i yeah. i've invited everyone so i was like yeah we're done with this and yeah. actually i revisited it when i went to vegas i was going for my birthday and he happened to be going for his and we're a week apart and i changed to accommodate for him and i was like what the fuck that is like yeah. you should have changed to accommodate for me but yeah 
they they seem to hold on. And I think I said this, maybe I talked to Kathleen about this. They hold on to things too long. Yeah. Like, like it's like, let go of the joint birth. Like, even these birthday posts on Instagram, mm-hmm. let go. You've been doing it since Instagram started. What is there left to say? You how don't many is post. How many more flowers? It, it, I just, I, there's just, I can't, I don't like plants. And, and like, so like the flowers thing to me is so egregious. I'm like, you guys have so many and every single one and you have to make a point about the flowers and flowers and the balloons and the balloons the balloons let this go please we've got to we've got to move forward we have we've to. got to move forward from this and i understand something to tradition keep that cake you always get for somebody's birthday that's totally. cute these balloons you don't need a balloon set up for everyone's birthday or lost a tooth or Got LASIK eye surgery, like reel it, calm it down. Even calm like it down. Even the birth. I'm not reading these birthday posts anymore. They they're the same thing. You're the best wife, sister, mother. Chris, t- the other day for Chloe, she added a new one. Neighbor. I yeah. was like, I'm done. Like now she's the best neighbor. Like <laughs> put and get it off the grid. Just put it in a story. And be done with it. And be done with it. Let's move on. It's kind of like with Kim, too. It's like the skincare. Bitch, get rid of the skincare. Get Nobody's skincare. buying it. You don't, you're not, it's not your thing. You're not really into it. Get rid of it. Throw yourself You in don't the do your own skincare routine, Kim. At all. Have people to do that for you. And it's, I love that. I wish you would be more honest about that. That's, I that's wish I my had. whole thing with, with them and with the show. And I said this. Uh, going into season two, I was like, the only way that the show would be interesting is if they actually for real broke the fourth wall. And I don't mean like you hear the producer say, wait, but are you really laughing about that? <laughs> and then you hear but your them family like, wasn't there. Yeah, like that's not breaking the fourth wall. Tell me why I should really care about what. Dolce and Gabbana has to do with you, Courtney, and why it's offensive about Kim. Because yeah. it, it's not about whatever the fuck you're telling us it's about. It's about not something way beyond my reach. I'm like, and is it about Travis? What is this really? I think it's about Travis. It's Travis. I think this Travis is about Travis. Travis is definitely the elephant in the room. Because even when Kim was like, who shouldn't have any friends? Who, Travis? Even when Kim said that, that even felt very poignant. Like that, that felt very like, <clears throat> intentional like yeah oh, travis the man i've been i fucked in 2010 that's your yeah. only friend and that's yeah. my floppy seconds yeah so you still my wedding country and then you still travel i was fucking travis before courtney so i don't know what all this like i can just feel like like to your point is that what yeah. we're talking about but yeah i love that we need the fourth wall broken teen mom style teen, teen mom style is it fucking right that producer will sit on the couch with Amber, on the couch like bitch what's going on who's on the phone who is it about the pills is it about the rehab is it about your jail son? is it because the cops are out yeah. is that what it is weren't you arrested last night tell me <laughs> like about that those team mom producers they don't let shit go they will get in there and be like nah bitch 
Who was and that? And when What's they started, they didn't, Why always, they didn't always do that. But Not when at they all. did, I remember, I was like, oh, this like is that. great. Yes, this is what has been missing. Those producers are mic'd. Like, yes. you don't have, they don't have no closed caption. They are mic'd and in their fucking faces. They're like, mm-hmm. so, um, is Adam picking up Aubrey? Mm-hmm. No. And I think that's probably why Chelsea quit, because the, the Producers were not letting Chelsea just skate by anymore. Her boring ass. She was I go. I love that you guys. You, you found this great love after Adam's raggedy ass. But you have to give us something. And I think yeah. that producers were like, "Look, we're not. We're, we're not going to stop pressing you about this. You might as well leave the show. Yeah, going to be in your ass. And that's what we need on Hulu. But unfortunately, the girls are pr- executive producers of their own fucking show. Yeah. So we we can only get so much. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we were, we kind of got on a tangent about Teen Mom, yeah. which is oh, yeah. reasonable Mom. and necessary, in my opinion. Best show ever. Best Before show. I get to the last thing I want to ask you about the Kardashians, I do want to pivot just just slightly um, on my channel or my channel. <laughs> Hi. Welcome <laughs> to my channel. On my podcast, I have been covering Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. uh, in the midst of Scandal. And I wanted to know, are you a fan? Uh, have you been following it? Do you have any opinions? The crazy part is I don't watch the show. I can never really get into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll try again. But I'm the thing about me and shows, though, I will read about shows I don't watch because I'm still yeah. much interested. Yeah. Um, also, I've been to Tom Tom's and my because I have a friend who's really into it and Tom Schwartz was like really in my face and saying hi to me and stuff and I'm like who the fuck is this and my friend had to like school me let's talk because he was like who is that do I know him but it makes sense he's like schmoozing um and last weekend me and my friend Ashley we were supposed to go see Tom Sandoval's band play he was gonna shoot out here he literally last minute the night before they canceled it and claimed filming a uh, conflict and that the show be rescheduled for September. Ooh. And so we're we're but we think it's like low ticket sales. Like that's what yeah. we're theorizing because we live in Sacramento. And I don't know if people know how far Sacramento is from L.A. It is like a 45 minute plane ride. So spare me on the filming conflict or anything like that. Um, I don't really have an opinion because again, I'm not really because I'm not attached to these people and stuff like that. But what I did find interesting from what I'm reading is they all sleep with each other. Like I feel like this people are kind of like outraged, but then also they the people are bringing up these points about well, doesn't everyone been sleeping with each other? I think it's interesting though that Ariana is that her name? What's it? Did I pronounce mm-hmm. that right? Yep, mm-hmm. he's the one that got cheated on and stuff. Which whatever, but it's crazy the like amount of opportunities she's getting from it. Yeah, I think that is just. I mean, it speaks to the privilege of it all, but it's just like it's strange. Like I don't know. I find that part kind of weird. Um, I think Tom Sandoval looks disgusting, especially that like what is that the called? Mustache. Like, that, it's like yeah. Ugh. I think the girl he slept with seems like a moron from what I've been watching. And now people are trying to say like he controls her and you can tell like he tells her what to say. But I still feel like she just might not be that bright. Not even like on an abusive level, just like on a I don't think she she's she seems like a follower. Like she doesn't really have a sense of self. That's 
Yeah, that's from what I'm getting from what I the content I've been uh, consuming. Well, I love that because yeah. you're kind of spot on. Um, I do think that like it's interesting because living in a Kardashian space of reality television, mm-hmm. you ha- this is what this is what frustrated me. And I know you don't know anything about the show hardly, but like the Vanderpump Rules fans got very conspiratorial very mm-hmm. quickly. Yes. And I am like, I have been shouting from the rooftops this kind of shit about Kardashians for years. Yes. And I just genuinely, like, I feel like the Kardashians have, like, shaped our perspective. Like, these people on Vanderpump Rules, I just genuinely don't think have that type of... um power and control yes um, no that, definitely don't. Don't. that the kardashians do to like purposefully mm-hmm. put out and maintain absolutely. a narrative absolutely so absolutely. to me it's like ridiculous to say that it was fake or whatever but absolutely. like timing is weird but like you also have to come from it from a mind frame of well yeah we're not getting everything like we're yeah. not the full story isn't out there but you have to kind of watch with a critical eye um, yeah. And I think that that's something that the Kardashians definitely taught me about viewing reality television is like everything is not what it seems exactly. with the Kardashians. It's like. But they're producing a show like with the with Vanderpump Rules or with other like even Real Housewives. There's a certain amount of content that the talent can have a little feedback in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little more than they like to say like they're like we don't have any say we don't have any control we don't blah, blah, blah. but i think that if you make the right connections you totally can mm-hmm. um especially the real housewives of beverly hills because those people have money money yeah like, yeah I think like i don't know if you watch real housewives of beverly hills but mm-hmm. if you think for a second that there was any lie in Kathy Hilton saying, I will take down NBC Universal, Bravo, E, I'll take down their partners, I'll take down all of their affiliates in the blink of an eye. Fuck you. She said that. Yeah. And she's not wrong. Like <laughs> her daughter, the simple life is the that's that's the framework for all yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. So 100%, she definitely said that. Lisa Renna is unhinged and desperate. Yeah. Um, and so she was trying to control the narrative when she didn't have as much power as everybody else. And they're all incredibly secretive with way too much money in Hollywood in places that we cannot even fathom. Yes. Yes. Vanderpump Rules, they don't have that. They think they have that. They have like adjacent relations. They work in a fucking restaurant for fat sakes. You guys worked in a restaurant. Like you guys have like some control and I'm sure you're getting like great like with Ariana. Like I believe that she has great mentoring opportunities. So like I know I think that she navigated this strategically. Yeah. yeah. Um, But to think that like this is all just playing out how it is. That's not, you know. Absolutely. And again, like we talked about earlier in our conversation with the Kardashian, they pr- like you said, they're producing their own show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's not too far off to think that a lot of the storylines or whatever is a little bit manufactured. And 
But when you're not producing a show, when you are truly an employee, i.e. Robin on Real Housewives of Potomac, you have to play by Bravo's rules. Now, she, if you are not familiar, her husband has a whole like legal case going on. He cheated on her and she tried to not bring that up on the show and then tried to play this game of, well, subscribe to our Patreon and I'll tell you over there. And Bravo wasn't fucking having it. you can't fucking fucking fuck her. Fuck, can't fucking fuck around when you are not in control. I think that's the point you're making. And I think that's why the show on E was so much better, specifically in the early years, because they yeah. didn't have that control. Yeah. Like E was like, nah, you guys are going to tell us about X, Y, and Z or da 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 da. Now, unfortunately, because they have so much control, and I think you made an awesome point of they're only going to tell us what they want us to know. Yeah. And Courtney kind of deserves that kind of position. I'm not mad at her for being like phoning it in. She like you gave yeah. her life <laughs> to the show. Yeah. And I'm any kind of it. like revisionist shit that's happening now, like, oh, Scott just crashed his car because he was like, you know, jerked the wheel too hard. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because a few years ago you were in the Hamptons throwing his shit down the stairs because he was out all night partying on coke and he was on pills set on camera give me some more pills uh stumbled into the backyard of chloe's house and passed out on the lawn so we really have to we have to be more thoughtful when it comes to this stuff Sorry yeah, to can phone in it. If you want to just show me on the beach drinking champagne with Travis, that's fine. Even Chloe, I I maintain Chloe too has had a rough. Go- she's been cheated by everyone she's ever dated on this show. Like that's not an opinion; that's a fact. And Her she has really been, been another one to share every painful moment. Like Chloe, I I'm get, we're getting off topic. Maybe I don't know, but Chloe, another hot take. Chloe is the show. There is no keeping up without fucking Chloe because the Scott and Courtney thing, that's, yeah, that was always a like storyline. You can always rely on that. But Chloe has been in every fucking spinoff. She is, she is the reason the show went to an hour format. That was the wedding was an hour format and they never left that. Like stop playing with Chloe. Kim, we, I can't, for some reason gets the credit i don't know why and even i can ask myself why do i give kim all the credit yeah because you could take kim off this show and it would still be a a show like if you go back to keeping up on e even if you took her out you will still have a show that's why it was always courtney and chloe takes blah 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 yeah the courtney and kim takes new york nobody talks about that like nobody really discussed and it was supposed to be chloe and courtney take new york right but But it's supposed to be Yep. Unfortunately, when Chloe gets in a relationship, she's one of those girls. Like, she just fucking disappears. Like, you cannot find her. And, I mean, was she, you know, imbibing with Lamar to an extent? And then things got out of hand. And then Rob, they were all partying together. And then she didn't think this is going to get out of control. And then all of a sudden, someone's in a, you know... A brothel. Dying. dying in a brothel. Someone's <laughs> dying in a brothel. See, you know, one thing leads to another. And you're dying in a brothel. 
Yeah. So that's that's my thing about Chloe, too. I don't mind her either just kind of playing the like supporting role or groupie to Kim in this season. But we there's no substance. I think that's what we're getting at. It's like yeah. tell there's no interest. It feels like in actually making a television show that has like a flow and tell stories and we get information. They just say stuff and then they don't really dig into it. You're like, like going on um, this last episode, Courtney was like, I got my necklace stolen and Travis replaced it. How'd you get your necklace stolen? Like what? Yeah. What? And they what just move you on. Mean? You're like, wait, what? What? The fact that Kim's uh, get your ass up and work comment wasn't more of a storyline was crazy to me because that was a big moment, a viral moment. And she just was like, I misspoke anyway. Uh, what, what are you guys going to order for lunch? It, like we never came back to that. Them nice. photoshopping true into a Disneyland picture. Yeah. They like briefly mentioned it. It was like, yeah, guys, we did it. It's not weird. And then it is weird. Like, it's tell weird. us why you did that. Um, I think that's what we're we're like always begging for, like more. Like, tell us more about dot dot dot. Um, Chris, now she just pops in and out. She really doesn't even have like her own storyline except for that hip thing that went on too long. But she too, it's like, how are you and Corey? What do you and Corey do all day? Like, I actually have to disagree with you. I don't want to <laughs> see any of that. Unless you guys are going to be honest about the nature of Corey's relationship with you, Chris, I don't want to see a single thing. We all know what's up with Corey. We all know what his role is in your life, and it's not your boyfriend. Corey! I wonder, well, they had cameras there I saw on Instagram, but I also wonder if we were were really going to get the Corey Dolce Cabana thing. And is Courtney mad at him? Oh, no. It's Courtney mad at him because he got a whole pajama line, apparently. Well, you can't be mad at the plug, you know. Can't be mad at the plug. <laughs> you gotta keep your temper. Corey is so fucking well connected. Oh my god. Dare I say I that's another one I'd like to spend an evening with just to be like, just to to have the experience to see how he moves. Because how the fuck do you know Jay-Z, Odell Beckham Jr. Justin Bieber. I know. I know how he knows. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. He's like the male Lala. You know how Lala just knows everybody? Yeah. Like one minute she'll be at Kim's, the next she's at Vanessa Bryant's house, and then she's over there with Monica in Atlanta. And the- mm-hmm. how do you know everybody? Like, this is crazy. Monica's like, too, I feel. She knows everybody, too. Monica but- is well connected. She's well connected, too, but she's not really out out there like Lala is like right you never really you don't yeah. see them socializing a lot but Lala and Corey these people know everybody it's like Corey, not even I, mean, I think Corey, Corey changed clothes one time at the Laker game like he took yes. a picture and then he's like yeah I'm changing clothes he's the only person I've ever seen at the Laker game front row that's been able to have a bottle of wine and an actual wine glass that's how fucking important, apparently, Corey is. This wasn't like a Sacramento Kings game. No sh- no shade to my own team. This wasn't the Detroit Pistons game where, you know, whatever. This is a staple center, Los Angeles Laker, LeBron-ass team game. That's very important. And they well, let him have glass. They don't give glass away at sporting games. And he has glass front row, a whole stem 
and change clothes. And he's just kicking out Jay-Z, drinking wine. I'm like, what the f-? We all know. We all we all know, but it's still really jarring to see. Yeah. It's like, mm. damn, what? And he likes to party. You think Scott was outside? Corey is out fucking side. Corey's outside, but Corey's not a complete fucking train wreck. No, he's not. Person. He keeps it together. He because he knows his product and he knows how to keep it under control. <laughs> he keeps it. Corey looks classy. I'm not gonna front and sit here and be like, oh, he's so right. Corey looks like a fucking class act when he's out. The only yeah. time he got caught slipping is when that video surface of him making out with that girl, and they had. With Jason Lee, the, the Queens, Jason Lee, yeah. Buckingham <laughs> the Hollywood course. Unlocked. Yeah, Buckingham Palace correspondent Jason Lee who was the first to break the news of the Queen dying. Uh, <laughs> he posted it one night, and I remember I, me and Kathleen were recording, and I was I I look at my phone from time to time, just like I did with the Pete Davis, and I said, "Oh, they posted a video of Corey making out with some girl," and as soon as our podcast was over, it was removed. Mm-hmm. It was taken off, scrubbed from the internet. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, go Chris Jenner. But then that glorious moment when Kanye got pissed and he posted it. Oh, chef's kiss. Like, Kanye is oh. so fucking messy and it's so entertaining. Like, I would never want to be involved, but I enjoy watching him be messy. That's the only time we caught Corey slipping. Other than that, I mean, this shit's airtight. Yeah. Um. I want to lighten it up a bit for the end of this. Um, can you, for me, mm-hmm. rank your the whole Kardashian family, kids included, <laughs> if possible, from least to most cringe? Least yes. is dream, off top. And actually, yeah. I'll do dream and psalm. You yeah. really, dream, psalm, Chicago. Those are the yeah. three least cringy, okay? Then we're going to go to Chris. And then I'm going to move to Kendall and Kylie. They don't really make me cringe. Kendall and Kylie. And then we're going to go Stormy. Which just seems weird to put the kid there, but whatever. We're just going to throw her near okay. her mom. <laughs> Stormy and Air. They can go next. Oh, my God. Wait, Air. This is really hard, actually. Um. Okay. I'm going to jump in i yeah. agree with you dream and psalm should be at the bottom well let's do dream psalm and kylie's kids they should be at the bottom because they're yeah, pretty Ky- yeah they're great stormy and air they, i almost forgot about them put them at the bottom yeah they're at, at the bottom. they're all at the bottom on the same yeah. level yeah then then chris then chris yes then, then chris. chris then rob no rob is so no, I think because he's so problematic. No, problematic. Let's, we can go. We can go Saint after Chris. Saint. Oh yeah, I forgot about Saint. Yeah, see, you for, the ones you forgot about, we put towards the bottom. We go Saint, yeah. even though he does some stuff. You're like, okay, uh, we go Saint, and then I think after Saint, I think we can go. Uh, well, what about True? True. Oh yeah, True. We can yeah. put True down there too. See, we were forgetting about these little kids. True. <laughs> that all those kids and Chris are at the bottom. We'll just okay. Put okay. Okay, we'll tear and them. And then after that, when we move to this next tier, mm-hmm. that's when we can kind of maybe put Rob in this tier. 
He's not at the bottom, but he's in the middle since we don't have to see him anymore. Because he's done some things where you're like, really putting Black China's vagina on social media? Thanks. Um, Yeah. So then it goes Rob and then Courtney. Okay. Actually, some people would disagree, huh? Because the Courtney and Travis thing, does that make you cringe? More than Courtney and, Courtney and Travis? Yeah. Make me cringe. Okay, so let's put Chloe then next. Rob and okay. Chloe makes sense. And then we can do Kendall and Kylie. Okay. Now we're in the top tier. Okay. Now we're top. Okay. We're top tier. And we're going to go north. Yeah, north's pretty cringy. Yeah, north does some stuff from where, oh, God. The farting. The farting just broke my heart. I was yeah. like, not my child. Not my baby. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go bad. north. And then, should we make sure I'm not forgetting anybody? We did all north. And then we're going to go Travis and Courtney. Yeah. Then the Disick kids. Oh, yeah. I'm not putting Scott in this, by the way. The Disick oh. kids. Are we? Because she can go next. He's up here. He's in the he's, top. He's in top tier. He's top you can tier. can throw him in. Yeah. Yes. Scott. And then we do um, Kim. Okay. I, th- I think we got everybody. Did, and I, I didn't include Corey, but would you put uh, him top? Well, I would just argue that he is more cringe than Kim. Okay. I put <laughs> Corey at the very top of the cringe. He makes me so uncomfortable. Um, I have spoken a great deal, but... I don't even consider him family. I'm just like, oh, are you want to get in on this? Remember when Kanye was like, we don't know anything about it. Yes. Kanye, he calls him. (laughs) What was this guy? But Kim, though, is cringy because, like, I have another theory hot take. Yeah. I Since she's been without Kanye and she does more interviews, I start to think maybe Kim was the crazy one. Because, like, she's been saying some, like, crazy-ass shit. And I'm like, wait, was Kanye keeping us from you? Like, maybe Kanye was keeping us from you so we don't find out how kind of nuts you are. Like, yeah. was she that whole L interview with the beauty interview? Uh, not L, um, Allure. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everyone was pissed about it because there were so many lies told in that. Yeah. Like, I don't have my eyelashes done. I don't wear hair extensions. I only get a little Botox. What are you guys yeah. talking about? Or when she was with uh, Pete and she kept trying to convince everyone they do skincare together. Yeah, that was really bad, Kim. I was asleep and he just put pimple cream on my nose. It's, I was like, what is happening here? And if he's so- doing that, Kim, that is a sign of alleged drug use. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else would be putting. Like you're up at 3 a.m. putting cream on, and you wake up and Pete Davidson is putting cream on your nose. Like, tell me, but the funny part is, funny part is, I know Pete Davidson was in the like watching this. Like, no, I didn't. Like, I, I don't never spent the night at your house. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so yeah, she's been saying some stuff. I'm like, oh god, but yeah, I think we ranked it right. I think doing it in tiers, like, like just group grouping them as much as can. I mean, Kendall and Kylie bring nothing. They give well, nothing. I would say Kyle or Kendall could be. There's an argument to be made for her to be top tier. Top tier too. And yeah, keep I, Kylie middle. Yeah, Kylie's middle. Um, but yeah, Kendall does do say things where you're like, stop talking. 
Oh, um, what about Caitlin? Do you think she should be bottom tier? No. Caitlin is top. Caitlin is top. But before Kim, probably like Kate, Caitlin above Corey for me. You know what the cringiest thing is about Caitlin? Caitlin doesn't, first of all, Caitlin hates women. So yeah, that's stand. unfortunate. <laughs> Cannot stand women, doesn't like women shit, and doesn't. Uh, agree with like birth control or any of these things um so that's weird for one two caitlin hates trans people which is also Anti-gay. like a crazy thing anti-gay um, anti-gay and i can i can i can have not understanding but i can i guess caitlin lived her life as a privileged rich white man for like 70 years and that is literally still caitlin's point of view which is wild yeah it's like you're a trans woman but you still have the point of view of a conservative old ass white man yeah like they like can you like transition the personality please like yes please god because you would think her transitioning would make her be like, oh, you know what? Now that I'm I've arrived here and I'm in this community and I've met that I've had a change of point of view. Or now that I've been living my life as a woman, I understand how people are treating me as yeah. compared to they treat me as a man as a straight hetero male. None of that. None of that. Cis man gendered. No, no, there's been no like shift in a point of view and maybe that's because she's in malibu in this like house on a hill all the time yeah Yeah. but it's just crazy yeah so sorry we went on a whole caitlin tangent we did we went on the caitlin tangent caitlin's the worst um natalie if there is one thing you know where do you think you're gonna go with kimberly noel actually asked this like we don't know actually it was chloe we don't know if uh, this person is still going to keep running Nori's Black Book like after the show is gone. This is before we knew about the Hulu show. Um, where did you see Nori's Black Book going? And but you were talking on your podcast about a book that you're yeah. trying to get published, a kind of from the perspective of Northwest. And can you just talk a little bit about that before we go? Yeah. So it's crazy. I never envisioned I'd be doing it this long. Like I said, it's just a hobby. And I always, I always said like, well, if like North ever was like, hey, cut it out. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> I yeah. would stop. Um, I will say I'll do it as long as people like it. I've changed my position because I like 10. I'm like, should I stop doing this? But like people still are responding to it. Like I've never seen anyone in the comments be like, all right, enough's enough. This is like played yeah. out. So I'll keep going. I will say it's been hard to navigate. I don't try to, I don't want to step on North, the actual Northwest toes. No. So like even People will notice if North makes a TikTok, I really won't post it unless it's like something super viral or something like I can really use. I kind of want to let her have her own space and do her own thing and develop her own social media space. But with that being said, yeah, I do want to do a book from the voice of North. Ideally, I'd like to do it before she's a teenager because it will still get that kid like irony of a kid, but with a like kind of adult, more point of view, adult voice. Yeah. So that is my ultimate goal. It would be great to do like a TV series, but you know, the writer strike's happening. So I'm not even in that headspace. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's where I see it myself. And that would be great to, if I ever have to end, to end on a book. Like, hey, I'm wrapping up the social media part of this, but 
I did this book and, you know, this content can live, you know, that type of thing. It's almost how I felt with my reveal. Like I've had interview people wanting to interview me and I've turned it down because I'm like, eh. I just felt I knew in my heart of hearts, this is not how I want to reveal myself. I don't want to reveal myself to twofab.com or like (laughs) Heather McDonald on Juicy Scoop. Like that's not really. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. And, and, you know, the universe provided the perfect reveal, like the perfect reveal. So that's kind of how I feel about the book. It's like, I feel like I just got to wait for that perfect timing and not change course and just kind of stay true to what I know to do. And, I know I'll know the perfect time to end when it comes like it just it, that's just how I feel. So right now I'm just living in the moment and writing stuff and making it do what it do. Yeah. Um, uh, life is all about what is what did Kylie say? Um, realizing stuff. Realizing stuff. So have you ever thought about like what North would say to you when she's able to like process all of this? I would like to, I have thought about it in, in a weird, not in a And you did way. talk to her on the phone. Um, she was disinterested. Love that about her. Please <laughs> play me dust. Like, I wish she would have just hung up on me. That amazing. Like, <laughs> I, because I always used to say, if they ever, when, when I was writing and all that, I'm like, God, if they ever get a paparazzi picture or a video of North being happy, like being America's sweetheart, I'm fucked. I'm cooked. But yeah. luckily, she's not. She's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, when she's older, I would love to hang out with North when she's older, when she can drink and we can just have some cocktails. And I would hope she'd be like, oh my God, that I went through all the old posts. They were so funny. And a lot of that is like how I actually felt or a lot of that's how it actually was. And like, yeah, she's like, oh my God, you have no idea. I, I till this day, she's like 25 telling me this to this day. I can't stand fucking saying like, I just <laughs> can't do it with him. And Chicago is so boring. Uh, like I would just love for her to validate everything I'm writing. And hopefully by then Kanye is better and we can go to a concert and go backstage. Uh, you know, just the things <laughs> I'm throwing. Things yeah, Kanye's like canceled. He's back on tour yeah. and I'm there just rocking out and whatever. But yeah, that's what I hope she would read it and be like, absolutely. Point blank okay. in the period. And then because she's a Nepo baby and they get to do whatever they want to do, she'd be like, we should work together. We should do like something together. Let's yeah. do it. So, yeah, I just I can't wait. I just and the thing about North, too, she's not my child, but she feels like my baby because I've been like with her since day one. Yeah. So, like, I root so hard for North and I cannot wait to see like what she does and how she like conquers the world. So it's been really cool to see her grow up and have the personality I always dreamed of for her. <laughs> yes. Is there one question that you would ask North? Like. Mm. in relation to the account in relation to the account i i think i just would ask what do you do you find it funny do you like it um is any of it super accurate about how you really feel yeah um are you weirded out that i started this when you were a baby like yeah (laughs) like like yeah does that weird you out like it's does it weird you out that like people call me North sometimes or whatever? And um, yeah, I was just I would just like to know what her response is because it's like like if I wear my hair a certain way, people are like, oh god, you look just like North. Like it's just really crazy. Or like in emails, even companies and brands call me North, and I have to say like my name is Natalie. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> why I'm not North. So like, I'm just interested. Does she think this is weird or does she think she get, does she get the humor of it all? Yeah. You know? yeah. I think, I think she would. I think so too. I would hope so. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's not like she, I mean, she probably forgot, but it's, obviously I talked to her and then her mom showed her account and stuff like that. But, um, I think she, I feel like her personality would like the, the attention that someone's dedicated a whole uh, Instagram or social media account, whatever you want to call it, to yeah. her. I think that would be more her vibe. Like, this is amazing. And how can we capitalize on that? Like, she'll have yeah. that about it. And things ha- like that. Have you been in touch with any of the sisters or anything since you appeared on the show? Not really. Like, when uh, Kim got Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live was my favorite fucking show yeah. since I was it's not great now. I'm not going to front like it's a good show. It's just one of those shows I watch out of habit. Kind of like keep yeah. it, uh, the card. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, when she, they announced she was hosting, I had to message her and congratulate her because I was, first of all, overdue. Because that's like, back in the day, kids, Saturday Night Live was like a cultural, pop cultural, like, hub. Like, like yeah. if you were doing some hot, like, remember when, like, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey hosted? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. One of those. And they've kind of gotten away from that. I don't know if people don't think it's cool to host anymore. But yeah. now the host, you're like, who the hell is this? Like, <laughs> Well, the like, last time I was jazzed about a host was when Kim hosted. Yeah. yeah. Because I was like, this is what's up. This, this is like. Absolutely. This is yeah. what we need to should have been doing a long time ago. So I messaged her that. And she was like, oh, thank you. I'm so nervous. And I was like, oh, you'll do fine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you're not going to be like fucking. uh Meryl Streep out there, but they didn't hire you for that. They, you right. know, they, it almost works better when you're not good. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Let the cast carry you. Um, I thought that was great. However, what I thought would have been even better when I congratulated her, I really would have loved to help work on her monologue with her. Um, oh my god, that would have your I, perspective would have been. I would have fucking uh, killed. 10 times and not a thousand say, times what amy schumer could ever bring to the goddamn table amy schumer brought nothing it was nothing that was so weird too amy was acting like kim was dave Chappelle. like she was just yeah. like you're such an inspiration oh my how did you go up there and do-? mind you amy schumer's hosted saturday Night live like twice yeah. like she was acting like oh my god this is crazy yeah. and i do know another comedian who i won't say out loud because it was just not publicly known who helped her with her monologue and she's great too. And she's yeah. more in line with the humor that I like. Comma, but as someone who has been writing about you and your family for so many years, and a lot of your monologue was taking digs at your family, I just thought the obvious choice, the obvious thing to do, I would did it for free too. I don't, yeah. I would have paid my own way. That's how bad I wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, but that is why on one of the posts, if you go back, I kind of wrote my own monologue for her. I was just like, oh, people keep asking me if I helped her, which nobody was asking me. Yeah. Uh, and I said, and I said, no, because I would have wrote, you know, Scott meets his girlfriends at Claire's, like something like that. <laughs> so just, I just still stole my moment a bit, wrote on her good. a bit. But that was, I would like, I fantasized about like her being like, hey, do you want to come and like, help me write a bit and da, 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 but it didn't happen and that's quite all right but dare to dream dare to dare dream because well, i used to want to be on saturday night live when i was in high school i researched and everything but i was too scared to like 
do what other people did to get there. Kind of was like, oh, I can't do that. Let me just go ahead and go to state school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you like, do you want to get into comedy writing? Yeah. So that that's ideal. The only th- reason I don't really talk about it as much, especially these days, is because that writer's strike really discouraged me. Yeah. I kind of was like, is that where, is that the space I want to be in where I'm constantly having to fight for money or fight for to be in a writer's room for so long and it's always a strike here. There's always controversy or, you know, you hear these horror stories how people are only in the writer's room for like four weeks and then they've got to like find another writer's gig. I'm not really built like that. Like, yeah. I'm not a hustler in that way because I'm telling you right now, the strike, I wouldn't be out there, like, picketing. Uh, this is not mm-hmm. my style. I'll send an yeah. email. What do you want me to do from the inside? <laughs> stuff like, I'm not an outdoor, let's get out there and fight, girl. Yeah. But that's the stuff I've been kind of second-guessing. Like, whoa, it doesn't seem like a lot of a good time is happening right now and that. So, but what I, I, my, another dream of mine would be, I would write stuff for, like, a comedy show. Oh, I would yeah. or, or or not commercial, sorry, an award show. You know how they have, you know, those monologues yeah. and all that. Like that. I would write jokes for another comedian if they're like, I need help punching my stuff up. I would write for like late night television. I could do that too. Like, so there's, there are little dreams I have. But again, because of the the climate, if you will, this fucking industry, uh, it just, it's, it's a little discouraging if you are aspiring to be a part of that. Yeah. Because me I and my partner, we were writing a TV show and it completely came to a fucking halt. So yeah, I've had to pivot a bit. That's why I'm so focused on this book. And that's yeah. why I get a little bit more discouraged. I'm like, well, where do writers go to make money? Like, what? what is <laughs> I mean, but you, you have a sub stack, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, and you do, is your sub stack, do you write? pop culture generally are you writing from northwest mind another really fabulous question because i was just thinking the other day should i start my own Substack? i think so I think by the way so too, because i as much as i love northwest die for her literally would die for her i don't really want to be attached to her forever right like and i think that is i mean like i love our conversation because i think you recognize i know a lot about other things like yeah uh, you don't have to just ask me about kardashian shit we can get into some other shit and i think i'm gonna so that's why i started tiktok i fucking hate tiktok like i like being on like watching videos but me making my own tiktoks feels cranky i feel like the biggest fucking loser making a tiktok but i do it because i want people to know like i have a bra i have range basically yeah so I Your think TikTok is great. I just followed you today and I was watching through it. I was like, damn, she is like, I mean, I, I was getting like, I was getting Jason Lee. I was getting like reporter. I was I getting Lee. Yeah. Like I can do it. I just don't really enjoy it. But I, but on to your point, yeah, I'm going to make my own Substack soon, but the Substack for Nori's Black Book, it's just about North. So I'll review the episodes. Which, by the way, it's so hard to find a review these days of the Kardashian show. I can't even find, like, five. People are not fucking with it. They are not. So I write reviews. I'll write, like, it's more so to take my Instagram and make a longer form content. And also, I did that, too. It's good practice for me to write longer version versus just So, yeah. So I have that substack. And then I'll just make my own. And I just got to figure out. It's going to be pop culture driven. But um, I just got to figure out, like how and what i want to say but i think i I love that you affirmed that for me because i was thinking that 
went on some stock. I got to figure out how to get an identity uh, outside of Northwest. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that the thing that we're learning here today is that you do have your own identity outside of Northwest, but you are able to tap into aspects of pop culture that are really important and really yeah. dig in and speak from that voice. And whether it's Northwest or whether you're speaking from your own perspective about something else, I think that it's obviously really impactful and yeah. people love you. Yeah. So and that's so sweet for you to hear because, you know, sometimes you get in your own mind and stuff and you're like, does anyone give a shit about this? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just about having more confidence in myself and my ability. And like I said, I'm always thinking, like, how can I do something non-Kardashian related? Like, I'm, I'm still going to stay in this realm for as long as people like it. But then I'm like, OK, but why, what can, else can I do to showcase um, my talents and stuff? Because I can do creative writing, but I, I'm so much like I'm sure you are. I feel like we're both so celebrity driven and like, yeah really can dive into that shit so yeah. um, i just want to lean into that and you know do what people are interested in. but I, but i want to keep comedy in it in some way because yeah. anyone can just review fucking martha's vineyard blah 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 but i'd right. like to do it in a very like funny witty enjoyable way you should write <laughs> a review of martha's vineyard from the perspective of milo the dog bitch are we on the same wavelength because i was like i need to start writing about milo in fact you know what i am gonna write that down write that down that's my first um first entry on substack the milo that oh you know what oh my god we just had a breakthrough maybe when i do write about stuff i write it from the point of view of not the the main character but like like if karen huger had a purse that was always there like yeah karen yeah Huger's talks about the fight oh my god the butter genius. knife you should the do a whole thing from the butter knife episode of potomac yes <laughs> don't scratch your mama's table <laughs> or like the glass that lisa renner threw at the like oh my god yes. i have that's been perspective i think this is so funny i really wish i would have been doing this the whole time because my i could have did like six fucking episodes from the perspective of milo but i could just do a like a re a wrap-up recap of everybody yeah yeah, yeah. I, you should you really should true. that'd be so funny oh I mean, my god that'd be so funny so funny you're brilliant yes thank you for that this is why we're talking this out this is why we're doing this this is why we're here great ideas to, to be my own to branch out love you north but i've gotta move on and go my own way <laughs> i gotta go my own way that high school musical song yeah yes the um, second well, it's the second one. I, um, Natalie, thank you so much for coming on my show. I have had a blast with you. This has been so fun. Great. Tell people every single place that they can find you. Do not leave anything out because okay. we want to be involved. Okay. So it's going to be Nori's Black Book, N-O-R-I-S Black Book for all the Northwest funny stuff. And then my personal things is Natalie the Hero on all platforms. In my website's NatalieTheHero.com. I'll probably make my Substack Natalie the Hero. So look out for that. And that is everywhere you can find moi. Thank you so much. And you guys, check Natalie out. You can follow me. You already know where to follow me. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.